Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. Transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and bro. You may learn something. Experience, experience. Now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience, with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party, it's Wild Card Weekend! And Simon. I guess that NPR shit didn't last too long. <laughs> Welcome there. Oh, it's to back. the party. I'm glad you called Every, that. That's why yeah, I was, that of course, was going I knew for. what you were going for. I don't know why he changed halfway through. It's he couldn't weird. keep it going. He was, could, yeah, he's too excited, of, for, he's too excited for the wild card. I, I went vulnerable. Yeah, we had two crazy games yesterday. Uh, let's hope the games today are as exciting. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. Then we're going to talk about each guest, the talk points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar, how was your week? Uh, yeah, uh, no Patreons this week, so... I know, you know that's I, why I, I just casually breezed by it. I've had better weeks, but uh, for those uh you new to the show, welcome to the show. My name is Kamar, I take notes. Hey, you know what? <laughs> While we're here, I should reach out. If any, if any of our listeners is a U.S. tax expert... Uh, inbox me please <laughs> this is not financial advice oh i have uh i funny i uh did a corporate last night yeah at uh, the club it was like one company and they were um fire suppression okay company yeah there's little sprinkler systems in buildings okay and i said to them i said if your head of sales it isn't a burn victim, you guys are leaving money on the table. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's terrible. And one guy in the back room said, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Then the owner of the company comes up. like He's a burn victim. Yeah, top head to, to bo- toe head to toe. Yeah. I didn't just write like, that, though. It was just on the stage. Like, oh, that's right. That's moment. why, yeah. Um, but no, because uh, had you written it, you would have thought twice and not done it. But another thing, then I uh, ran into a friend uh, after the show who works at uh, Amazon as a picker or sort or whatever. He's a robot, like he's up in the trees. It's a woman. No, there's there's physical people that work there, and she said in the last two months there's been two fires from robots running over lithium batteries. <laughs> <laughs> And that when they evacuated the plant, they had blankets and toques and scarves for them to sit and wait to go back to work. What a wild company. Everyone take your complimentary Amazon blanket and wait. Well, if that's not the future, though, fires because of robots running over lithium batteries. Come on. We are already there, people. It's the new banana peel. We are already there. You know what's so ironic about you mentioning that? Anytime I've ordered batteries from Amazon... Uh, they show up and the thing is like already open. They're already and like a battery missing, crushed so, by no, robots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's their upheaval. They, they're they're anti battery. <laughs> Every six battery Matt gets is just flat. Yeah, He's like, oh, this fuck? is part of doing yeah. business with Amazon. 
That'd be great. The robots hate any battery-operated robot. Pussies. They just hate batteries. Kamar, <laughs> how was your week? That's just it. This You're done. Unnatural oh. hatred to batteries, just, like Nazis corporate? to Jews. Well, no, I was, I was, I was doing an add-on to Simon's uh, We Too. Yeah. Uh, about the uh, national hockey team. Yeah. And I said, I've heard of Me Too, but this seems like Team Two. Nothing. That's terrible. <laughs> that, so, does, that doesn't even make sense. It does. Me too, me too. Could be C2. Anything that rhymes with we, but just another word doesn't make sense. Team two? Me too and team two, not we too. The, the we too is no, a, would none be a different of them. joke. Zero of that. Me does, too. Me too. Team two. Can you help him with the idea I of can't rhyming? Help him. No, no. That, that doesn't work, man. Me too, team two? No. <laughs> it sounds like a robot from Star Wars, yeah, so, but that's um, about it. I don't think it's the um, validity too, of the concept. I just think it's delivery. So I, I still <laughs> No, like I don't like that you took something that I gave you and warped it into something no, no, so terrible. I, I, it's like an add-on. Jesus Christ. An add-on to... Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's separate. It's separate, but... In not, the same vein. Separate, but not equal. In, just in the same vein. In the same vein. It would be in the same, yeah. Yes, exactly. gotcha, I gotcha. So that, yeah, that was a great week. It's a great, best year ever. <laughs> like, 2023, <laughs> best year are you, ever. Are you kidding me? What a crowd. Uh, what a crowd. What a crowd. Wild car weekend. Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was fine. I don't even remember. Um, I watched that, uh, I was telling Kamara that Bernie Madoff documentary on, on Netflix? Uh, Netflix. It's great. And uh, there was a ton I didn't know just about the like collusion of the government and the whole thing and how they really didn't want this guy to come down because it like would shatter their whole house of cards, kind of like this FTX thing, but they wanted him to fail because they want crypto to fail. So there was nobody there to, isn't that a weird, they, they always say like who to fail. Who wanted who to fail? I'm sure the powers that be wanted, wanted made off to fail. Crypto to fail. And so and so SPF and FTX S- are the perfect Suntan lotion <laughs> and the <laughs> No, it was Binance that, that wanted him to fail. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I get or knew he was shady. He's the guy you're talking okay. about in the made off thing. What I'm what I'm saying is that the government didn't want Bernie to fail. The government wanted, they weren't going to step in after that whole Binance thing and try and save, I don't know what the name of his company is, SPF10, SFX. Like no, I his don't. name is SBM, Sam, no, SBF, yeah. Sam Bankman-Fried. Bankman and his company is FTX. FTX. Yeah. Okay. So they had no interest, I don't think, in um, saving his company, FTX, because... They had no interest in crypto succeeding. Mind you, they probably have a very big interest in saving SP. Sam Bankman Fried. That guy. Because he's the second biggest uh, donator to the um, Democratic Party. No, they don't want to save him now. He's got no money left, so they don't give a fuck. Again, we'll see what happens. Well, <laughs> Apparently, he's just scooting by. So we'll see. We'll no, see but I, mean, I think you're looking at it the wrong way. You might get a pass for this because you were such a large donator, but they're not moving forward. You're broke. So the 
The wells run dry. Yes. At the same time, you saw what's his face's thing. I'd invest in him again. Like <laughs> his parents are so tied into the system. I think that he. It's like uh, hold on. What is it? Can't fail, won't fail. You know that. Uh, mm. His parents were tied in because they were staunch regulators, though. Like, he is the complete opposite of his parents, which is uh, why he got into crypto. I, I, I think we can skim on this because we know a cursory about yeah, it. Sure. But we will get into it with an expert who really shone light on it with Mike Baker. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is about as good as like, what I mean, they did. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Anyway, not what did you watch? How was your week? Uh, whatever. Okay. My week was probably the same. Kamar, you want to go over the massive guest list this week so we can start this monstrosity Rogies, rogies, rogies. How's it going? Uh, yeah, I start off to this week with... This is a, this could be a new prom because uh, we'll get into it when we get to it. By the way, who did this to us? Was it you? It was you, wasn't it? Mike Baker. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah, you did Suck this. Suck it. Um, we start off with, I'm sure the only reason they're on is because of Joe's daughter, 1922 Sam and Colby. Oh, this is the episode I just had the biggest problem with of the week. This was crazy. And then in a world so muddled and with so much confusion, a light of clarity, 1923, Mike Baker. <laughs> um, full bite. He just dropped an album, and everyone loves the ginger um, Andrew Santino. Dropped an album? Uh, uh, special. Netflix special. I was going to say, I got to listen to this fire album. Same difference to me. Um, and then, you know, surprise, but I guess it had been in works for the year, 1925, Sonny from the Best Damn Food Show. Actually, his name is Bill. Um, and that was a great week. But no, on Saturday, he <clears throat> dropped uh, 1926, Best Friends, or really, really good friends, uh, Shane Gillis and uh, Matt McCusker. Clearly best friends. Chalk, chalk full week. Um, I don't even know how to rate this shit. Um, I give it a two and a half. There's no fucking way it gets higher than that. No shot. Ghosts, Mike Baker. I mean, Santino, Santino and, uh, and Shane and his buddy, I guess, prop the week up, but the rest of it can just fuck right off. I gotta say though, I mean, if you're, it's all over the place. It is really, I mean, it's still white. I don't, I, I didn't see how many people are Jewish, but we'll get to the, the breakdown at the end of the show. Um, it was all over the place. Aside from Mike Baker. Aside from Mike Baker. Interception. I, I think it could have been uh, three and a half maybe, but um, I'm going to yeah. give it a three. Any week that Mike Baker is involved in, you can drop a full point in. Uh, yeah, I'll go at 275. I think it was uh, nice to have some new guests, but. At the same time, fuck Mike Baker. Mike Baker. Fuck that guy. Fucking book. Is so what did you rate it, Kamar? You said it would have gotten a three, three and a half. Three, you three. give it a three. Okay, so you take it down a half point because of the Mike Baker. Okay. All right, well, uh, let's let's get this fucking... Speak of the devil, we're going to start off with Mike Baker. 1923 Mark Baker. I'd like to put forward a resolution. Called him Mark Be it resolved, we no longer do Mike Baker episodes. We can't do that. Okay. All the people. Well, well, half the floor, a third of the, the floor well, has Simon left, has, so, has um, absconded. Yeah, he's we'll out. We'll have to have a filibuster here <laughs> before we pass the casting vote. But I mean, I, I'm willing to make a case, and I think someone hear be that Simon hard pressed to make a case. 
Be it resolved that from now on we call him Mark Baker. Yes, I'm in on that 100%. I like calling him Mark Baker as well. I would say treating a Mike Baker episode like a UFC or a We can't though. It's 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 category. it's the ball and ch- it's our what is what's is the thing I'm looking for Simon? It's the it's the cross we bear. Our burden. Yeah. I, I just it's such a crazy thing when um Joe asks him <laughs> So is it possible that the CIA had anything to do with killing Kennedy, knowing 100% in the back of his mind that, yes, the answer is yes. And he just every time, like, no, probably not. It's just, it's brutal, man. The real question is, like, how many fucking, how many authors or journalists are you going to have on? They're going to tell you about the CIA and you're still going to have Mike Baker on quarterly. To give you the comings and goings, like hey, yeah, Joe. Uh, you know, I like to ramble, but uh, I have uh, I got this book. I'm trying to, I mean, I hate to plug anything, Joe, but I'll be honest. In the next couple, of they months, sent <laughs> they sent a promo. There's no way we're listening to it. <laughs> Only nerds would do that. Jamie got that queued up back there. That too, when he's like, uh, "You read it, right? Who cares, Joe? Who the, do you really like?" The hard-on he has for this guy, it doesn't make fucking sense. <laughs> for every question uh, Joe asks him, it ends with, but you know, at the end of the day, who knows? <laughs> yeah. You do, Mike. That's why you're here. Because you have the answers, Mike. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> you know what I- I got to ask, why hasn't Joe asked, has Joe asked him about Barry Seals? And we just, have we covered this? No. Because I'd like to hear Joe say, Mike, how do you parse out this Barry Seals thing? Because clearly the CIA was bringing drugs into the country and clearly the CIA (laughs) covered for this guy who killed two kids and then planted their body on a fucking truck. Like, Mike, how do you- And clearly supplied drugs to their own people, like- so, Mike, how do we? How do we? Do you think these the same people might have killed the pre, the sitting president? Well, I mean, I couldn't say no for sure. I mean, that one seems a little far fetched to me. But Martin Luther King, there's something <laughs> janky there for sure. I mean, I, hold on, but let's also it, sit back in that. There's something janky. Yeah, dude, obviously you. Yeah, fucking it's tit. probably you guys again. Yeah. <laughs> fucking moron. I mean, if I'm wrong, you can call me a. Football fucking monkey, but uh, in my purview, the uh, CIA is there to uh, gather what you need, and what you need is intelligence. It's just so weird that Joe could be like, these guys infiltrate every fucking, they infiltrate this, they infiltrate that, they do this, they do that. You have one on infiltrating your show, and you're like... And to have him on once, sure, fine, you have a CIA guy on. That's kind of cool, you know what I mean? Once. But... For this to be his 10th or whatever appearance, this is crazy. Like, Joe is obviously... Any insight, though, on. do you think it changes? If hold he on, brought something every single time, a little nugget of something? No, I think it's too much CIA. It's c- covered in shades of fucking... Um, you think he's Sean Penn? Here's my problem. Matt, What what's the song I'm looking for? Uh, Winds of Change. Winds of Change. Like, this is what they do, man. They infiltrate fucking things that are popular. Sorry, go ahead. It feels a lot like if Mike Baker was coming on with like a tinfoil hat and was like, and the CIA was denying that he was ever in the CIA and that he was taught like that he was like, yeah, they're doing some shit. 
that's the kind of CIA guy you would expect Joe Rogan to have on. Not some like this guy is a fucking company it's man. Some of the best people but I'd I know, even Joe. I'd even be okay with one episode. You come on, you have a company man. I'm okay with that. Like you get a little insight into the CIA. Fine, that's cool with me. But to have this guy be a regular on the show, just but hold on, that reeks of fucking collusion. After Peter Zeham, you just said though to have some insight into the CIA. A company man is never going to... That's like having the PR guy for the CIA come on and asking them like, hey, have you guys done any shady business? And then being like, I don't. Well, what are you talking about, I don't Joe? mean like that necessarily. Maybe if you have a CIA guy on, how did you get hired? Like, I'm sure there are some things they can tell you that would be interesting. Mike Baker has never told us anything what that's the, interesting. What the never. Mo- the most telling thing is he starts to tell Joe how... Uh, you know, some people think Ringo Starr and Yasser are the same people. Uh, yeah, yeah, they don't. Yeah, okay, I guess they do look sort of like. Um, well, they know, have to put in some truth, so you ne- believe the lie. They've never been photographed together, but Yasser's dead and Ringo's alive. I, I mean, yeah, but they have they've, never been photographed. Well, that's that just is, that puts every argument to bed. They've never been photographed <laughs> together? Like Big Bird and Snuffleupagus? Like, <laughs> no, but do the math right there. Joe's probably going to ask this guy at some point in the three hours about Kennedy. And instead of talking about anything of use, this guy's like, there's like a snuffle up against pokeroo type deal with Yasser Arafat and Ringo Starr. I this feel like guy, he was a secretary. I don't even think he worked for the CIA. I'm starting to think this guy's just full of shit. Um, He's like the guy who went into the forest and came out with the trophy. That's I get that kind of vibe from Mike Baker. Yeah. And one time he's going to slip on Rogan and he's going to be like, uh, yeah, you know, I fought in uh, Desert Storm and somebody's going to call him on. I killed 17 Baghdadis. Who's the who's the who's the guy in Congress right now that's lying about everything? The Jewish guy? Yeah, that guy's hilarious. I feel like Mike Baker might be that. Like, he'll be like, no, no, I was in this. I said I was in the CIA. Yeah, I don't don't, committee for internal action. I don't know. I don't think he's a liar. I just don't think he knows anything. Um, they talked about the he's age- just the biggest patsy. He was hired just to be a patsy by the yes, CIA. Yes. <laughs> you get the corner office, Mike. We're going to uh, give you a stapler and a filing cabinet. Dude, he's at a building in Langley, but it's a different Langley. It's in a different state. It's like Langley, it's Langley Iowa, Massachusetts. Yeah, exactly. You just maybe that's where that is. I don't know. Anyways, but you just ha- ha- picture this Mike Baker sitting at a desk. If they move my stapler again, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to come in here and kill everybody. Yeah. When he was young, you roomed with Lee Harvey Oswald. What? <laughs> I like that. I, like I can't that. wait. No, he, he knows he bunked with him. I know he's a good shot, Joe. I know um, he's a good shot, Joe. <laughs> um, the 85,000 IRS agents, they talked about that. That's because 50,000 are about to retire. So, so that's kind of a misnomer yeah. is what you're saying. But the the good thing is the classified documents things happened, which is with the, Biden the funniest That's thing so funny. to ever watch. Just how they like make so little deal out of this and such a big deal out of Trump's is that well no how well, they're trying to tell you how they're different. But one guy pointed out that it's different because Trump was a president. These are from when Biden was a vice president, so he's not even supposed to have these. And they knew about this before the election. 
And how does that information get held? I heard, I don't know about that, but I was listening to like the news the other day and they were talking about this and they said, um, yeah, Biden has these things, but you know, that's just kind of normal for presidents to have files. Like, you know, you're working on something, you put it in your, in your briefcase and you head over to the golf course. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know that with Trump, it was the, I mean, it wasn't, they were different, but they should have been judged the same way. You know what well, I mean? About that. The backpedaling right now. It's just hilarious to watch. Even that sense. The difference is he's president right now and Trump wasn't president, right? He took those after he I don't know was that. out I of don't, office. I don't know that or on his mind. way out, rather. That's not a good excuse. I'm not saying it is. I'm well, saying but this is Biden the... did it as vice president. Oh, the, these 12. are ones he had left yes, over. Yes. Yeah. yes. How many years ago was that? Eight. Eight years ago. It's more than, oh no, it's eight years ago. No, because Trump was president for four, so technally it was like five years ago, I guess. If if they're ridiculous, I didn't think anything of Trump, so I can't think anything of Biden's, like what documents are, but all the stuff they have on him when when it happened to Trump, him saying how irresponsible, like how can you do this? And I'm doing it him justice as being coherent but here's the thing if because they, it was actually somebody taking his chin and opening yes. it up so my words came out. if they had uh if they had said that they found like top uh, secret documents right now that he had removed from the white house i wouldn't think it was that big a deal because i'd be like this guy's senile as fuck i could see him walking out with like he thought they were pictures of, of his grandchildren. Yeah, hundred percent. I could see him taking photos off the wall. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Uncle Max coming yeah, home with yeah. me. He's just taking shit down. hundred percent. That doesn't. It's not a good excuse. But I'm just saying. Like <laughs> Donald Trump is fully within his wits. Uh, Joe Biden. We're watching a man deteriorate in front of us. It's insane. Like he should not be the sitting president right now. I'm so glad everyone sees it. So I don't think I'm crazy. Um, Keep in mind, I'm not saying <laughs> I, I'm not saying Donald Trump should be, but I'm no, just, no, I'm not I, saying Donald Trump should be. Either. No, but but by Kamar's logic, if you hate Biden, then you love Trump. That's just how it works. I, you you didn't say it. Trump, Trump is greater than Biden. I'm very capable of saying <laughs> Trump is great. That's such a weird way which to put is better, that. Which is better? Yeah, but that's not what you Trump said. Is you said one is greater yeah. than the other. Yeah. How about they're both garbage? Yeah, they're both garbage. And of the garbage, maybe one of them is, is better than the other. Unfortunately, we live in a world where Trump is the least garbage. Okay, hold on, that's hold on, totally hold different on, than on, greater than the other. If you're going to give him the greater than, you got to at least be like, if I was, if one of them had to drive me across town, I'm definitely choosing Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. How about that? Drive yep. me? Like, who's the better driver? I bet you Donald Trump doesn't even have his license. Okay, I would still... I'd still trust him yeah. one time. If we're driving, just drive straight. If we're driving Canada to Orleans, I'm definitely not you see, getting I, in. I think that the um, it's going to work out the same way. You die both Trump, ways. Trump is just like, I don't care about these people, run them all over, and Biden is just doing it by accident. But people are still getting run over, you know? I like that you think that's my concern. Oh, they're running over the public. Oh, you're... Well, I mean... I'm just worried that the senile old man is going to crash the car, obviously. Hmm. <laughs> like that's, that's a, a question. I'm worried about other people's lives. Let me ask you. That's own. actually a great question. Do you think if Joe Biden right now were forced to go to the U.S. DMV to renew his license, do you think they would renew his driver's license? I believe the answer is no, and I believe that that alone, you can't be president. You can't be president. I agree. If you can't operate a motor vehicle in the country where you reside, not because like you're missing a leg or something like that. You know what I mean? Not because you're a war vet but simply because 
you're too old. That I'm sorry. Speaking of war, there's a war going on in Russia, Ukraine. What? And uh, finally, Joe was able to press someone who, you know, was <laughs> <laughs> about it. And when, and when pressed, uh, Mike Baker was honest and forthright when he said he doesn't know what's going to happen. No, but I mean, no one does. He did, he did, you know, in the end, tell us that we should fear China. But no matter what's happening in that war, but, we should fear China. Yes, yeah. No, but no, no. Sorry, he said. That's his answer to everything. He said, well, ever. you know, Joe, it's about identifying flashpoints. Now, what are flashpoints? And then he goes into Iran. You got to be, they got nuclear, what, what they, I think it's six days from now. They're going to have a bomb. Um, yeah, he sure backtracked true. on that quickly too, eh? He's like, yeah, they can make uh, plutonium and 22 nah, minutes Joe, mind you trade. they're gonna have to you know make it work as a bomb and that could take months <laughs> um but if i was joe i'd say well some guy told me that china's about to collapse and <laughs> yeah he forgot to mention that like, we we only have to worry about china for nine more years no more we'll pay. why aren't you aware of this but i don't know it's why just... aren't you aware yeah of this? honestly <laughs> And then he said, are you guys doing any work at all? And he said, you know, Joe, I don't know about all this international stuff, but one thing I will talk to you about is Harry and Meghan. Yeah, unreal. Oh, because he's a huge... Um, Loyalist. Pedophile. I mean, um, <laughs> what are they called? Royal file? I, the, royal file. No, royal it's, file. It's some, uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. And uh, they talked about Harry's uh, new book, which I'm... You know I hate them. Yeah. But if... His act is like to try to take down the monarchy, like dissolve the royal family, like pull away the cover. And it's ugly like this. I, I sort of can get behind that. So you're for Mike Baker in this? No, no, no. Oh. Mike Baker would like there to be a royal family oh, in the pageantry yeah, 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 yeah. because you know the queen died. <laughs> no. And uh, her son became king, but there's a coronation coming. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to change all of our bullshit over here. Uh, that there'll be changes like that, but there's going to be a ceremony, some pomp and circumstance. Yeah, of course, there is. And if this is like um, throwing down attack, thing, you know, when the me and analogies to there and good friends, but <laughs> if he's if he's throwing a, a wrench in the in the gears, I appreciate it, but I still don't. He's a douchebag. And w- when he talks about his dick, did you or are you talking about Mike Baker? No, no, Prince Harry, ha- Prince Harry, Harry. Oh, Prince well, Harry. The expert. Well, this was the the meat and potatoes of this episode. Was it this site to Harry and Meghan? Um, but not a lot of guys say they kill people or talk about it. But he did in his book. Maybe they do in their book. But as we've had in, uh, yeah. Now he has like a, whatever the, their version of a fatwa is on him. Yes, probably. And and then Mike actually turned Harry's book into a plug for his new book. Um, about how he's surprised he could run a business. <laughs> so the, his book was only released as an audio book. Is that a book? Just, I'm, I'm genuinely asking, okay? No, no. paper version of this thing exists. <laughs> Is it a book? Yeah, or it's no. ramblings. I think it's an audio file. It's a podcast. He's a... a it's a, a podcast. It's something else, though. It's like, a podcast. If you have a... a, a if there's a paper version of the book, it was written, you know, with fingers and keys, and then they make that into an audio book, then you can still say you're reading a book. Well, he, so you think 
You think literally, he, I could see Mike Baker like Jay-Z just going into the studio and they're like, all right, Mike, uh, do you have any notes or you have your papers with you? And he's like, nope, guys, I got this. I'm just going to freestyle the whole thing. How I learned business from the CIA. Chapter one, Mike Baker. Here we go. You know what I mean? Like, I I actually can see that. This is what you need to do first. <laughs> this is what he find an office that's not around other people. This is what he said though, is that um he looked up one day and saw he was running a business and was surprised he could do it. So he thought he could write a book about it. So he worked backwards and tried to figure out how this was possible. Turned out CIA. And Which is funny, Kamara, that's the same way he wrote a book. We, yeah, we are the... It all comes back to the CIA. Beneficiaries of him plugging it. Um, he's butthurt about the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, those fuckers. He, he's <laughs> like, yeah, things were going fine. Well, 9-11. And then he thought he was going to say because Cheney and them fucked up or something. No, but it was uh, Homeland Security <laughs> came in and started doing a job for us. Yeah. Uh, I, he doubles down when he says the CIA's primary function is gathering intelligence. And he goes, I should use that line in the book. <laughs> I swear to God. That. <laughs> he quoted himself. I should have used that line in the book. Mm. FBI is good. What it, when he asked him about the, so there's 14 agents. And no, there's 16 assailants, 14 agents, and two are guys that are the dummies is that a Chapman? he's like well they're good at what they do but a Chapman, that's another thing those no, fbi agents those guys are real fucks we would never do that i don't see how those guys are in jail <laughs> it's insane that a judge was like yep 13 13 out of 15 of them is that was that the numbers just I, takes- I think it was 14 <laughs> out of 15 he was the only one it just takes- who we're talking about the kid and the bomb yeah. yeah he was the only one one rotten apple we'll take that a whole barrel ah <laughs> oh, that's not true um then they talked in covid he talked about question of questioning and he said you know the next pandemic is gonna be like afghanistan or russia <laughs> And I don't know where I'm going, Joe, but please help me sell these books. (laughs) What? He he made some analogy about how we didn't learn anything from this pandemic and we didn't learn anything from Afghanistan and Russia, but we went into it. And here we are, and you know what I'm talking about, Joe, right? He says right a lot, right? So you got the Chinese coming in, right? (laughs) I fucking hate this guy. Like... Seriously. Yeah, we don't need Mike Baker. Mike Baker, I, there's part of me that wants to do what Kamar said. Oh, ban him. Yeah, because he's just <laughs> such a fuckwit. Not to mention, he's like, people should be going back to the office. Because this is the one thing about the that debate, is if you are anywhere for climate change, you have to say no to. You have to say remote working is a, a no-brainer of stopping people from commuting, and also for human safety less people i don't think i understand that though like look if you you own a a whatever uh uh make up any business you know what i mean and during covid you had people working from home and that's what you had to do because nobody was allowed to go to work and now it's time to go back to work you do what the boss tells you but it, to do what if or it you lose your fucking what if it, job what, what kamar is saying though, the bottom is, line but what? it doesn't matter like it, 
Look, if you own the business and you want people to fucking wear aprons to work every day, but it's not the most efficient thing to do, that's your choice. No, you know? this is different. No, what Kamar's saying is, work, what Kamar's saying is, if you're the boss, Simon, and you're a climate change believer, then you, it's best for the climate if every job that's possible to be left home stays home. That's all Kamar's Le- saying. Less of a carbon footprint. The government should be mandating it. Dare I say? Well, don't be a hypocrite. <clears throat> No, I was saying the voice. Yes, I understand. My point, I get what he's saying. I understand what you're saying, too. If you're the boss and you want people to come back, they have to come back. But I feel like people like, you got a job where you have to sit in an office. So you have to sit in your office. But if someone can do their job. It's not up to you. If you were hired to do the job and the job is to go into the office, then you go into the office. Why are you so fired up about this? I'm sorry. (laughs) It just, this just seems like one of those, like, look, casualty of a lockdown. It would make sense that the people who own the businesses would be like, look, this, let's sell these buildings and make a shit ton more money by letting people work from home. But that's up to them. That's up to them to make that decision. It's not up to the person who's working from home. He never, you turned it into this weird people deciding thing. He was, that's what they were talking about on Baker. They were talking about people deciding that they just didn't want to go back to work. We like working from home and this is where we're going to work from now on. You agree with them there then? Well, as it pains you, it's all fine. It's not a uh, big thing. It doesn't pain him, it pisses him off. Anyways, but they both, <laughs> they both sounded like, <laughs> I don't know when they, they were talking about paternity leave, yeah. like there's countries where they give them time off to raise a family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pussies. What? Yeah. Like, I, and then JB goes, yeah, we're the only country in the world that doesn't. Yeah. And they're still like. Stunned at this practice. Well, no, and it was too. It's funny too because then he was like, "Yeah, when Mayor Pete took time off to raise his kid, like, you're gay, isn't he a gay?" <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? yeah, I was like, I was like, Jesus Christ, Joe, take it easy. And I, I, I mean, I just think that's it's a huge corporate hustle. Get yours, you know what I mean? If you can get a job where that happens, and you can knock up. You could not actually have to work and just raise kids for a couple of years. That well, sounds the, like something that Kamara would do. Like, hold on, you told done, me that was done. a scam that that's, he was running. I wouldn't even bat an eye. That's Same one, woman. That's one of the funniest things to me is that Joe does this thing where he's like, think of how many people are going to just try to take advantage of that. Like, how many, Joe? Honestly, how many women do you think are out there with a sweet corporate position that are like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to spit out seven straight kids so that I can get some time off work. No, no, it's the man. The man just keeps impregnating his wife and never has to go back to work. But I mean, that's got to give out at some point. You can only have so many children. (laughs) First of all, anyone that has a kid, that's what I'm saying. Anyone that has a kid knows that once they start piling up, there's no time off. It's not like you're at home enjoying life. And I'm sure that playing video games. That first time is instrumental in creating a bond with the kid. It just seems like it's beneficial to me. And if we're going to live in this... Uh, quasi-liberal, socialistic, uh, capitalist society. I think that should be something we, as a society, do. You know what's odd is, according to that book, uh, The Coddling of the American Mind, mm-hmm. um, men started spending far more time with their children. And we've seen a real... <laughs> it's not been great for society, to be <laughs> to be completely oh, honest. the abandonment makes some toughness not not abandonment just the fact that no, just men don't have a lot of good things to pass on to their children <laughs> some calluses 
I guess they have a lot more negatives than positives. No, it wasn't that. It was more the whole of like, I'm just, that that was one part that uh, that I found it very interesting. Just antiquated. I, I don't know why Joe has this guy on. They talked about religion. Of course, uh, Mike defends that. Well, no, he doesn't defend it, but he doesn't know what he thinks. And uh, then Joe wrapped it up. Uh, shorter than most. And... Um, and Joe, Not Joe, short enough. Joe was like, so we got to get out of here. And Mike goes, well, geez. tried to do the old uh, time has flown. <laughs> like I thought we were talking for 15 minutes. But it's like, no, Mike, I, I really got to go. Um, hopefully this is the last. No, no way. What are you nuts? You. Is there Fuck any, you. Is, <laughs> this guy's going to end up taking Joe's Fuck place, you. I'm sure. Is there anything... No. Oh my god, you're hilarious. There is nothing. Fuck he doesn't you. know what it, he's never heard of MK Ultra. <laughs> he's not, yeah, that's something I heard about, but it's, No, he knew about MK Ultra. I no, when he uh when Joe went into him about um Jolie West. And Jamie piled on. Jamie was involved in this one a lot too. I found of all the episodes. You got a word in edgewise. Because he's like, well, Mike Baker's on. Yeah, this guy's we're got all, nothing we're all experts in nothing now. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I I give it a one. I match that one. I give it less than one. But Wait. you can hit the button. And, no, it's you gave it a point five. And and really difficult because of what Peter Zahan just said. Yeah, but I mean, like just no, just throw these things at Rush is about to collapse. I know, he had a ponytail, so and that's like, what are we what, doing here? One dude, I have not heard anybody else backing up those sentiments about Russia crashing in the next ten years. Not saying that it's not true. I just think that's he's just one dude who talks matter of factly, and yeah. has not to mention a ponytail. <laughs> so yeah, there's that too. We gotta always keep. The, I don't think the ponytail bears uh, any. Um, but if Joe thought indication anything, on how much of a liar that guy is, uh, if mm. Joe had anything um, or felt there was any credibility in anything he said, because I guess they talked about at the beginning, he was criticized after that episode on his take on crypto, no inherent value. Jamie, I think, got butthurt. But um, if he thought there's any credibility, he would have tossed these. Well, I was just talking to this guy. He told me that Mike Baker's whole thing is like, China. Is all about China. China, it's all, China. No matter what, China, it all China, China. roads lead to China. All roads lead to and China. And Joe failed to bring up the fact that China doesn't even matter anymore because they can't get any food or fucking fuel into their country. So apparently. No, according to Ponytail. Yeah. If he could just throw one of those, the, just the whole time, every time he mentioned China, because of how I just heard another guy say something else, let's see the ideas mix. We his, don't even know if this one was done before or after the oh, China Oh, no, it was. Episode. It was because they mentioned at the beginning, we got some flack from the Peter Zahan episode. Okay. There you go. Timestamp. Timestamp. From who? The higher ups at the CIA? Mike Baker's bosses? Anderson Cooper, Sean Penn. All right, moving on. Uh, then we're going to switch gears and uh, go for the uh, Andrew Santino, 1924. The Ginger Mafia, who just put out a Netflix special, so he's doing well. Big fan of Andrew Santino, not a big fan of that special. Oh, you watched the special? Yeah, I did. Uh, I. It's a weird, it's a Tom Segura trick. The um, I was talking to this guy. And this is what he told me. And then you have to accept that he knew somebody who, and this happened. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
then that's a common, I, I don't want to say trick, but technique to just say something, some sort of story. Yeah. I guess it's the the the, the best one to do. Okay. Are you going to give us an example of him doing this? or <laughs> No, he talked about the, the, my, um, what was he talking about? He was talking about hospitals. How his dad got the Rona, got to the hospital. Well, my buddy works at a hospital. Right. And he was telling me, but he said he couldn't tell me. But I said, hey, man, <laughs> we're skids. So he told me, and this is what he told me. What did he tell him? And, and if it's true, then that guy's funny. <laughs> The guy who told him about him and did all the act outs with the anyways. What did he tell him? I don't even remember. He told him he had a dildo that got in his ass. Oh, the tiny little vibrator thing. It wasn't even that great a story. Well, and Santino acts like he was there. Do, do you see where the, the magic is? But um He's explaining comedy to me. I like when he does this. Uh, <laughs> this is where you laugh, dumbass. We all love the Santino. Um he they start off talking about motorcycles. Have you ever ridden a motorcycle? I've run on the back of one. Yeah, that's scary. You've been on a scooter. I've been on a scooter. <laughs> I've crashed a scooter. Yeah. Joe shits on handlebars because they, you know, like you know those crazy choppers. Choppers. Yeah. And then two pictures in, he goes, "Yeah, but I mean, those are dope." <laughs> and look at the back end of that thing. I mean, Joe's oh, tiny does. little Tyrannosaurus arms could never reach those things. I think Joe is Benjamin. Joe's riding on the on the gas tank up front. He's not sitting on the seat. He's Benjamining, buttoning it as a, like cerebrally. Wow, none He's of that. He's turning back to a child in his brain, in his wonderment of everything and able to change and just so open to everything. He's like a sponge. I'd never get a bike. No fucking shot. And I really like going fast. I would love to get a bike like that. It appeals to me, but I would never do it. I'm way too scared. It's, uh, oh, I agree with you. The appeal of like the open road and like the wind blowing in your yeah, hair and like, just, um, yeah, that's great. Easy, easy rider, rider smoking yeah. a joint. Yeah, that's it's great. It's the coolest thing. But I would die on a fucking motorcycle. A hundred percent. So no chance. <laughs> I hope one day that I'll have enough money where I can comfortably buy a nice car that goes fast. That's my one hope. But that's never going to happen. What's your dream car, Simon? And Kamar, what's your dream car? If you had a, if you have a billion dollars and you're like I can I'm going to splurge and buy the the car I want. What do you get? I'd probably get that uh souped up one that Joe has there, the Oh, the survival land cruiser? Yeah, the land cruiser. Yeah, Toyota you would. Land cruiser. You would. Apocalypse yeah. style. What about you, Kamar? Okay, but come on. I mean, like, if, luxury if, driving. If, if, if I'm not, if I'm not... Um, if you're not thinking survival, like luxury. If I'm not luxury, it'd either be a, um, like, a 7 Series BMW uh -huh. or uh, AMG Mercedes. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That it, even, it almost looks like, sort of like, just a nice clean car, but it's a fucking... Dude, did you see what Mercedes did? They now so their newest car, it's twelve hundred dollars a year if you want to go zero to sixty in like a certain time. So they have a subscription if you want to go faster. Isn't that fucking insane? These are all tests. Like I only get like twelve radio stations, but I want twenty four, <laughs> so I gotta subscribe. I also gotta say this, this is this that fucking token culture. Man. Who was the engineer that designed that? Was his name Klaus Schwab? <laughs> Dude, I saw the coolest thing the other day though. The new Audi headlights. Um, if there's a car coming towards them, they like. I saw that. It's fucking insane. They like shadow out the car that's coming towards them, so you can have your brights on on the highway. 
and if a car is coming towards you, it keeps just like a shadow right on the car until it goes by you and then the lights are full again. It's fucking bananas. But they're not going to be electric as we had heard. Yeah, but we don't care anymore. We were all decided, Kamar. Oh, fine. we're going to get way deeper into we oh, don't okay. care anymore. Uh, Jetpacks. Yeah. Did you think you, when you were younger, you thought jetpacks? Yeah. And now you would never get on one. I'd get on one. What are you talking about? You think about? so? Yeah. You wouldn't? Remember that movie Rocket Man? Not the way they are right now, but if they made like shoes that could make me fly, I'd probably Just do that. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, okay. One, you would be an early adopter, but you would go on. There are jetpacks right now. Did you see that video of it's an army guy and he's flying from like one aircraft carrier to another? Yeah. It's crazy, It's crazy. Man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, and, and it's still, I guess, one of those is... $60 million or whatever it is. So it's not going to happen in our lifetime that it's even maybe an amusement park thing. No, no. But you know, like those hoverboard things, the shitty. The one that's in the water? No, the two wheeled, those fake. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. When we're like 80, you know, our grandkids, like those little hoverboards, our grandkids might have a little rocket If it was a, much like, a drone. like how you always thought. Back um, to the future. No. Oh. Star Wars. <coughs> Luke's land speeder. Just whatever mm. was going on that allowed it to them always stay above, you know? I mean, that, that thing didn't fly, though, did it? It just was, like, just mm. over the ground. I don't know what it was. Maybe it could fly. I was hovering, because it could hover. I, don't, I know it could hover, but could it, like, go high to get over probably. or something? That's a good question. But it's the hover without it the... It must <laughs> be. Because that's what those jetpacks still are, is just... It's, Two rockets on your back. Yeah, come on. I grew up loving Back to the Future. So the idea of like a hover skateboard, that was always obviously. Mm, no more rocks. Shit. <laughs> no uh, more yeah, rocks. No more pebbles. Yeah. No more cracks in the cement. No more potholes. It w- that would be the, the most amazing feeling ever. I mean, even now, like it's funny because I would never in my life buy one. But when I see those dickheads with like the motorized skateboards ripping around, there's a part, there's a very small part of me that's like, as. As much as I hate that person. If you could do that in total anonymity. <laughs> exactly, it, yes. Like you got you, it, You'd be so excited if you went somewhere and there was a, a roadway and their house was sort of away from the city and they had one of those. And you'd have the chance to No, try it's it more like the... No, oh, I, I take one in the I mean, I would try one out oh, in the middle of nowhere, of course, yes. But my point is, like, it seems like a fun way even to get around the city. I just would never in my fucking... You've made that decision. Yeah, it's like a longboard. You'll never catch me on a longboard. Or rollerblades. Fuck out of here. Even though longboarding down a hill is probably pretty fucking fun. You know? Some people that's, make it look cool. That's different, though. Like, if you right now were like, Matt, a buddy of mine has five longboards up in the Gatnos. We're all going to meet him to take, like, the hill. I would I would be down for that. That's different. But if I said, Matt, a buddy of mine has five longboards, we're going to skate into the middle of town. Yeah, I'd be like, you enjoy your day. Have, have <laughs> See you fun. Later, yeah. I'd be driving by you yelling stuff for sure. You don't want to try one of those motorized skateboards that he talks about? I've tried one of the um, wheel, did the you? one the wheel, wheel yeah. thing. Yeah, like a Segway type thing. Yeah, yeah. kind of, exactly. Those things move, though. They're, they're crazy, and they move off your... I don't like any of these things that move off... It's the like, balance, right? Like you lean yeah, forward like and it y- fucking goes. But it feels like all you have to do is think about going left, and it goes left. Like that's how intuitive yeah, those yeah. things are. You literally think about going that way and that is enough to make your like feet turn a tiny little bit and you're going that way. You thought it was kind of cool, but you could never get one. I thought it was kind of cool and I would never get one. Yeah. Agreed. Do you know that you can't, um, 
When you're riding a bike, you can't turn one way without turning the other way first. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that true? Yeah, this guy you, did. This guy who has a, a big YouTube channel, and this guy built a bike where once you turn one way, the wheel locks, so you cannot turn the other way, and everyone fell over. There was no one could do it. You always have to turn slightly one way before you. It's very interesting. I mean, I think you could do it as long as you weren't going very fast. No, no one did it. <laughs> I have to disagree. You'd have to be going really fast. Write it fast down. I'll pull like up the video for you. No, 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 no. If you're going very slowly, because you're just a you huge turn, arcing turn. And huge arcing turn. Yeah, exactly. Come on. I'm with you. Are you talking about like cranking it all the way? Because if you're I'll doing a huge arcing turn, no problem. I will pull up the video for you. It doesn't even matter how fast you're going at that point. Anyways. No, because the what you don't realize is the huge arcing turn, you start by slightly turning this way. And then you start your large arcing turn. I know, but knowing that in my head, I think I could. You can't. Okay, anyways. Silly. It's a silly argument. Simmer down. Um, I thought this was an interesting episode because it felt like... Um, Santino cracked um, Joe's golf apprehension. Joe's going to golf. I think there was a, a crack. because he, he was hitting balls he, he at, the, at Jamie's simulator, which want, means... He wants to sit in the cart, but... Um, oh, that's the start for sure. The idea of the ball rolling into the pocket is the same thing. It's hunting. He just doesn't realize it. It's hunting for the day. Imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine you could watch a pool game, but you're sitting on the table. With my asshole open, Joe's shooting oh, no, balls you, into my you, asshole you're, every you're, shot. You're yes. in VR. Yes. You're in VR. Just dinging eight <laughs> balls off your nuts as they go in. Bing, 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 bing. You're in VR. Okay. So the table's just enlarged and yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So you sit on the table and watch the pool game. Would that make it more interesting? Giant cue balls. Why do I want to sit? Have on you the table? seen that pool game where you're kicking it like a soccer ball, but yeah, it's a pool yeah. table? It actually looks kind of fun. It's done at like those uh, amusement places. Do you understand? I'm saying. Do you understand the oh, words on. that are coming out of my mouth? The effect would make you feel like you went miniature. What do you want from I me? I want you to open up your shit so you can sweat it out, you piece of oh. fucking garbage. This is why you don't this is why you don't know anything about sports betting. You just wait until the end of the day and you're like, oh, I missed by one. Yeah. That's the way I do it. Kamar. What were you just talking about? Just being miniature oh. in a in a virtual but, world, being miniature to a, something like Oh, I see. Okay, hear me out. You could also be standing on the green. So I see what you're saying. I'm very small. You feel very small. And I'm small. just like the my proportion. legs are dangling on the rail. Right? Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like I'm a regular size. No, 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 like no, no. sitting cross-legged in the middle of the table. I was like, that seems like a terrible way to watch. And so a pool match. the virtual world makes the world seem I like that, that much bigger. I like that. It's, I like that. You could stand around. The, I like that. Yeah. I, I I thought that. Like you got ten of your boys sitting on the rail. Yeah. Like a corner pocket style. Yeah, yeah. I like that because he's pushing on how to do it, and I think that's some sort of use. Like, what if you could have a seat on the rim? Just your little hologram, like. I think the problem though with the being like I in don't a know. basketball game, so it's like an asteroid coming at you and they dunk yeah. or a three pointer. Kamar, I've stupid. always said for the UFC for basketball, they should definitely have a VR camera courtside, and you can sign up for the year and watch courtside basketball VR. I just think this microverse idea is where it's at. Microverse, seeing the whole like world this. in a whole nother way. Interesting. Couldn't you do that with like AR, like augmented reality? 
Um, so you're a huge fan of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That's clearly, your yeah. <laughs> that is your jam. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids <laughs> and Inner Space. Oh, Inner oh, Space wow. is okay. a classic. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's a, Do you even remember Inner Space? Yeah. Matt? yeah. And Ant-Man. For they that, used to, for that Simon, matter. that was one of the videos that played on loop at Babylon. Inner Space? Yeah, we only had terrible. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, performance Under Pressure, something Joey really, uh, Joe really likes. Uh, hard surfaces just get harder every year you get older. My one regret in, in in life is never snowboarding, and I feel like... That's your one regret in life? Yeah, never getting into it. Hmm. Uh, maybe I could still get into it. You like, just live such a fulfilled existence. <laughs> I, I, do you guys ever go snowboarding at Whistler? I've never Why? been to Whistler. Specifically oh, at Whistler. I've snowboarded in the Alps. Does that help? That 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 totally helps. That gets back into the... But if you, <laughs> I, I, if you see these places, like they're... If you could do it, uh, you would really enjoy it. Yeah. Like it's it's almost like a world of Mar- fun. <laughs> <laughs> the ski hill. It's a world of He's fun. He's explaining life to you right yeah, now. I know. In the ski hill. You know, form. you find things that you like yeah. and you, and you do, do them. them. Well, no, and you, that you, equals fun. You would do it now though. Just snowboarding in particular. I've, well, I grew I've done up, everything else. I grew up skiing. I was a really good skier. Yeah. And then I wanted to snowboard, couldn't afford one, and was like, fuck all winter, all the time, I'm done. My problem with snowboarding was I got to a point where all the hills around here are fucking jokes. It takes longer to get up Mm -hmm. than to go down. Mm -hmm. And to go anywhere good was like a... You gotta go to Trombone. A track. Even that, like, the lines are so fucking long because everybody has the same idea, you know? Yeah, but my point is is a decent... If you're in the East Coast, Trombone is probably your best bet. Yeah. It, well, I mean, I'd Unless rather you're going to go to like Vermont or something. I'd right? rather go to uh, Quebec City or the Eastern Townships. They're just less people. Trombone is such well, like Whistler's uh, the same thing. Yeah, dude. Whistler's out of control. By the way, when Mary and I went to Whistler in the summer and we went to take the gondola up and my buddy was like, you can smoke joints in the gondola. It's fine. So we're smoking a joint in the gondola and I went to take a photo and I leaned on the door and the doors swung open. Well, that's not good. And there was like a 400 foot drop. Luckily, I, I was like holding on, but I was like, holy fuck. I nearly fell. I nearly fell to my death. I saw a video. On- that sounds paranormal. It wasn't. Nothing held you back. There's no force. No, it, me. I held myself back. I mean, I'm sure everybody who's ever gone skiing has played the same game when you're going up the chairlift. What if it stops right here? How would I get off? Of course. Yeah. Well, you have to, don't you? As a human being this is what I, thank you I at all I, times you sort of have to know you're like a cat like a skittish cat you gotta know you gotta escape right and those were the worst parts when you knew that wasn't possible you know like even if i got out and hung from the footrest i would still be it's really crazy to me too 10 stories up. i hadn't taken a ski lift in a while and the last part is you take a gaunt you take a gondola up like six stops and then the last part to get to the very top of whistler is an old school style like two-person seat and doing it in the summer where there's no snow, dude, it's like, it's insane to me that I'm like, so we just sit in this chair and we put the bar down and that's it. And like a lot of people don't put the bar down, which always fuck. Dude. Maniacs. The drop in Whistler from that fucking chair to down, it's in, it's not safe. I can't believe, see, it's, what a regret, what a regret, what so a regret. So in the <laughs> Alps where I went skiing, uh, snowboarding in Switzerland. Yeah. And it was literally a train that you take up. 
That's and sweet. it goes like 90 or 85 oh, awesome. degrees. It's 85 s- degrees. Oh, fucking throw this phone <laughs> right at your stupid fucking face. Um, it's crazy, man. Like it, it doesn't feel like it should be possible. I, I'm so envious. Just go on, go on. Um, they talked, go on, go on. Speaking of the Swiss Alps, they talked about Sonny Bono got killed, but also we know... Hit a tree while he was skiing. Um, I have a friend whose dad died like that. Michael Schumacher has been turned into like yeah. a vegetable yeah. from, from a skiing, skiing accident mm-hmm. in the Alps mm. with his son. Well, Joe's probably smart to stop then after his uh, hairline fracture or whatever. It definitely feels like a young man. It's funny because my uncle, um, who's like in his 60s, he, he skis more than... Like he skis at like a professional level and he ski, if he's not golfing, he's skiing. And it's crazy at his age that I'm like, you're still fucking out there. Like you said, like my aunt, when I was living in BC, my aunt flew out to, to ski at kicking horse. And the first day she broke both her femurs. Jesus. My, uh, good luck in your family. (laughs) My mom's family was like all skiers. My grandfather was super into it. And like, my mom was a really good skier. She was on like the Canadian junior team for, slalom or something flowers but um my grandfather used to ski every day interesting like he would cross uh, country or downhill downhill he would Hmm. um go to wake up in the morning go to the ski hill ski until noon because he didn't like crowds and then go back go to work or whatever the Hmm. fuck he did i don't know yeah he was crazy Every day of the year. He lived in Montreal and he would go up to like Mont Saint-Sauveur that was every day every day he could winter allowing yeah, you obviously can't do it. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't a fucking grass skier. What is this guy? Asking? I guess that's one of the dream jobs to be a ski bum. Back to Santino. Yeah, they they talked about Cirque du Soleil, which I thought went bankrupt. I really want to see the one they're talking about where they dive into I the tiny it. little hole. You did? Yeah, that must be crazy. It's at the Bellagio. I don't. I think he got the name <laughs> wrong. I'm pretty sure it's called O because that's the one I saw. It Simon. It was. One of the wildest shows I've ever seen. I've seen a Cirque du Soleil. I've seen two actually, and they were both insane. But the diving into the tiny little holes and then disappearing just seems fucking crazy, man. Dude, at one point they brought a guy that you like are led to believe is just some audience member like onto the stage and he climbs up like 150 feet into the rafters and then dives down into this pool that they have in the stage. It's fucking nuts. Is that a sweet job? Well, if you're a gymnast, yeah, or you're like one of those types. I don't know, maybe yeah. it sucks. I like the way you asked that. <laughs> maybe is that a sweet job? Like Matt's that person? <laughs> yeah. We're I, all I just I'm viewers. Not, I don't fucking know. Then he they does the they, jerk. They, they talked about the Beatles and how is the it's the misnomer of the eight years, right? They were just super cool for eight years, but it's the ten years before. So it's actually the Beatles are eighteen years. You want to look at a the career of a, a band or something. What do you mean? They're still wildly popular. So this is like, I don't understand. No, output, relevant output. Sure, okay, yeah. And I think it's true for all music. It's about an eight-year window of, name anyone. Except for the Rolling Stones, who seem to have been able to do it for 48 years. Just by the hair of a Start Me Up. (laughs) Like, if Start Me Up didn't hit. It's true, he's talking about relevant music, yeah. They might still be making it, but. Like, we had uh, Anthony Kiedis on. The Chili Peppers did, like, their opus with you know get the band back together rick rubin they all talked about it and it's just nothing like it's it's a it's a forgotten thing where they were the biggest band in the world so there's just a a time a band and popularity shines 
and it, it cannot be prolonged. You guys never watched the thing? Santino talked about uh, Paul McCartney writing the song. It's, it's one no, of the I never parts. watched. I'm gonna. I'm so gonna we should watch, make yeah. it a clip just for that part. But it's better if you have like the monotony of watching for so long and seeing it falling upon it. It was hilarious when he started talking about trying to get uh, the Pharaoh Monch song for his intro because I was because I was sitting there right away. I know the whole story behind it, so I was sitting there going, "There's no way he got that fucking song." That's the next thing in my notes. Oh, and awesome. what is the name of the song? Simon says. Da, 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 da. Get the fuck up. Um, Simon says, get the fuck up. Throw your hands in the sky. Boop, 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 boop. So that was from... Faramanche's um, album. Which was used by the Japanese Godzilla. No, they they didn't clear the sample. He was on Raucous Records this at the time. He was on Raucous Records. They didn't clear the sample. The song became fucking huge. And they sued the shit out of Raucous Records, and Raucous Records went out of business. Ice Ice Baby. That's a story old as time, and that's what happened to us. One of the bands, I'm sure even you'll agree, Simon, was super popular and influential was De La Soul. Yeah. Why? They got sued? Well, they did all their songs with Tommy Boy, and apparently... They didn't get sued. Tommy Boy they owns all their no, shit. But nothing mm. was cleared either. A lot hurts, yeah. So it was a whole mess, because... They're all alive. Like, Tribe Called Quest, Fife Died. Like, these people in this age of resurgence and the Backstreet Boys are selling on tours. Like, some of these bands just got mismanaged. And I, I see it as a world we live in. Well, it's not mismanaged. It's that no hip-hop wasn't big. No one thought it was going to be anything. So, like, clearing samples. People are like, why would I bother? Yeah, We're yes, making yes, street yes. music here for our people. No one's going to buy it. We don't give a shit. And then it became wildly popular. I love sampling. It's the best part of hip hop. Listen, even corny, cheesy ones. Did I love. like the Beastie Boys clear their samples? That was a huge problem with Paul's Boutique. I think the first album was all cleared. Dude, like George Lucas sued the fucking shit out of Dr. Dre for using that five second, you know, the THX? You know, when THX yeah. comes up in a movie, the wing. Dr. Dre opened 2001 The Chronic with that sound and. George that Lucas. is a badass sound. Though. It's <laughs> well, got to be worth something. I mean, that I mean, couldn't you just like warp the end of it and make it yours? Yeah, Why make it slightly have, you know? similar. Well, Dr. Dre famously, after that album, Dr. Dre famously stopped sampling because he was like, I can just recreate all the samples with musicians like close enough. Do you like a sample, Kamar? Or do you like like, um, a sample. you know, P. Diddy doing no, uh, no, 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 that counts. No, What's that? What is that called? Every breath yeah. you take. A remake. Like a remake, yeah. It's no, not a remake. Garbage, I think it's sampling. It's I think that's remix, I guess. I, I look at a sampling. What do you call that? A remake. Make it sound so crazy. Like baby. Sinead O'Connor did a remake of uh, Prince's um, Since You Took Your Love Away. It's a cover? Oh, it's a cover. That's it. Not a remake. Well, no, remake, cover, But he's yeah. not covering it. Like, he's putting all different lyrics, but That's why it's a remake, then. Beat. Yeah, remake. remake. What, what word do you I like? don't know. I just I like don't, remake. I don't, I like remake, I, I don't think I've heard it remake It is still before. the art of sampling. Sampling has remakes, remixes, one-offs. I know. What do you personally mixed like tape, better? Sampling. Mixtape is sampling, right? No. Well, sometimes mixtape is a new guy coming up doing it over a bunch of other people's beats. I guess it's not sampling, but those songs are all sampled, so still t- 
There's got to be sampling. <laughs> For me, no, listen. Stop saying sample. Hip hop was always great because it was like a, and I didn't realize it when I was young. I only realized it later in life, but it was like a gateway to every other music. Absolutely. There's no music on earth other than hip hop that will 100% introduce you to other genres of music. If you care about samples, if you don't care about samples, you're probably never going to find them. But like someone like me, I cared a great deal because a lot of the music they sampled was fucking incredible. It's so um, interesting to hear a song one day and you didn't know that was the sample and you're like, oh shit, it's that's the best. where that came from? It's the best. Dude, what's it's crazy, what's really crazy is when you hear a song, and this happens a lot, you'll hear a song and there'll be like 15 samples in it. Like they all came from that one song? Yeah, like you'll literally, there's certain songs like, uh, what's his name, David Axelrod, he has songs where if you're like a hip-hop connoisseur, you could listen to certain songs of his and be like, Holy shit, there's a Dilla sample there. Dr. Dre sampled that. So and so, like all throughout different parts of the song. There's just certain songs that are like the bong, the incredible bongo band that boom, 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 boom. It's, um, it's uh, corny, but if you, if you look up the DJ, they go, I know. <laughs> and every now and then you'll get like a movie sample. That's the best. Like, uh, if I knew it was going to be this kind of party, I would have put my dick in the mashed potato. Yeah. It's uh, dude, LP from uh, Run the Jewels sampled James Bond, Goldeneye. Like you could sample anything. Dilla used to. Dilla was famous. He would sample anything. Bossa Nova, weird like Czechoslovakian and rock. You know what? I mean, as far as climate change goes, it's environmentally friendly. Oh, shut up with the climate For cycling. Change. None All right. of us care. All right, Santino. Then they were, t- this well, they were jo- talking about hip hop. Joe was talking about uh, Godzilla and then a 33 uh, King Kong. He showed his kids and they're all laughing at it. Do you think that has faded out and now a movie 50 years from now will be able to be watched? It'll still be scary or it'll be like. Will be so advanced. Well, when you watch like years, when you watch years. movies from the eighties now, what do you think? Okay, do they still hold up? Some of them do, like a Goonies. You know what I, I mean? I just watch Eyes it's Wide still Shut. Good, but you're saying they hold up because of you. What he's saying is like, will a person like if you showed Shep Goonies, do you think he'd love it? Yeah, I think I think, he would I love think it. so. I think it's I a good story. It's I'm not, not saying terrible. I disagree. I'm just um, it's like not unbelievable in its production. But like, I, think I more, feel like Shawshank will always hold up. There's another. That's a good example. You it know? will. I, I guess it's because it's the idea was so new at the time. The giant gorilla was terrorizing, and so the special effects catch up, and that's how. They've gotten to now, except for CGI, which is too much, right? Depends how you use it. If it's used for big crowds, the the enormity of something that works. But if they're doing the thing now, then it's hard to accept the old one. Like take a superhero movie, like the f- original Superman just looks ridiculous now. When you have yeah, Marvel of course, movies of course. at the same time in existence, Star Wars. You know? the, 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 I mean, they did a great job with Star Wars, just cleaning up and trying. to But watch. it's hard to watch the first two. You know, as I mean, the first one, anyways. Uh, I guess the snow makes it a little more believable. Unless, like the guy said that Joe says, the special effects are real, which I think is one of the best parts of uh, Barbarian. Even though it's bad, is when his head gets split open. That movie stunk. I know, but that's... Like, There's whoa. nothing about that movie where I was like, oh, well, this makes Stop. it endearing in any Stop. possible way. That movie, that movie fucking stunk. Stop. I can't even call it a movie. But you know what I did like that Matt hated? 
was uh did we already talk about kaleidoscope this? no bullet money bullet train bullet train was awesome we talked fun about real fun movie real bloodbath kaleidoscope was average at best average at best I never said it was great. I, said I know it was you didn't. I a, was a neat thing that you can watch them in any order. Still didn't watch it. I watched the uh, Banshee of Inisherin. Oh, I heard it's really good. It's horrible. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it, my, you saw it? No, my wife explained that movie to me. She told you everything. She told me everything. Ah, it sounds so stupid, it's ridiculous. <laughs> And I sit here, and um, it was the Golden Globes. Everything all at once is up for it. Uh, Avatar two, like all these movies. And I'm telling you, the only thing I like about it is it is a period piece. My wife went and saw Avatar 2 yesterday. She said it was terrible. Terrible? She said it's just like the first one. It's yeah, Which is no, not good. No difference. I had a friend who said every scene is 60 seconds too long. So I was saying we should... Ta- so the movie is like three hours too long? <laughs> we, we, we should get it and cut it. Every minute is 60 minutes too long. Every uh, minute is 60 seconds, seconds too long. long in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie should be zero minutes. Dude, yeah. that is the best review yeah, of a movie is, of all yeah, time. It really is. All I'm time. A real yawner. Um, Fuck! <laughs> I still, I would, I'd like to go see it just as an experience in the theater. <laughs> Every minute of Kamara's act was sixty seconds too long. <laughs> did you, did you guys see? <laughs> ah, that out. Edit that out. Did you guys see any great. footage of them parading the Pope's body, his no, carcass no. around the? The uh, Vatican City. He no, looked so weird. He looked though. like a little gremlin. The way you did it, I feel like was he in a wheelbarrow? No, he's just on a table. Okay, <laughs> open air. Open. Well, <laughs> was it in this one where he was talking about seeing his grandfather when he died and like yes. feeling okay? I saw my grandfather when like in the room. I don't know why I went to do it, but I did it. I wasn't supposed to, but I did. Mm-hmm. And it didn't look like him at all. Like you know, after mm-hmm. you're gone. There's just this emptiness to your body. I get that. There's some like coldness. So parading that around Times Square, but he looked like, like a little golem, like ugh. Smeagol. Oh no, his hands were his his eight inch fingers were intertwined, oh. like braided. This was the pedophile pope, right? Well, he covered for the guy who raped Nazi. Not pedophile, pedophile pope. pope. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Get all the credentials. Well, no. In there it sounds out. worse yeah. if you just say yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spotlight. Do you guys see that movie? Spotlight. Spotlight. Spotlight is it's a but a the Boston Globe uncovered a huge yes yes a, yes, yes thing yes, of yeah. this happening yeah. just in the it's Boston church system. Mark Ruffalo mm. and just this sort of thing like reports on UFOs don't affect anyone. This huge report, it doesn't, it just doesn't move the needle, it seems, on the issues. It is interesting, Joe said it, how people just accept that there's a certain amount of child rape that goes with the Catholic Church. Like, it's just, you know, some things we accept. Kind of like Nazis in America. There's a certain amount that we're just okay with. Dude, when we grew up, like all our parents, if you asked our parents, they all had some joke about like the pedophile priest or the rape. You know what I mean? They all grew up with some weird. I know. So is that why we know it? Like, I don't think I, I definitely don't know anybody who has ever. No, but um, I also don't know many people that went to church. Or to Catholic school for that matter. I don't know anyone that went to Catholic school. Oh no, Immaculata was a Catholic school. I guess I know a few people. Um, Andrew Santino is describing coming up in uh, a descriptor of like, 
a time and period where someone had a Bua print on their wall. Do you guys know Bua? Yeah, is? I know exactly who Bua is. What else do you know about Bua? Does those big hands and feet with what the saxophones. You know that, there was a Bua yeah. era, eh? Yeah, it was like, he was like one of those artists that just kind of sold his work to postcards and shit right away, posters, and did really well with that. I don't All know. All pre-social media. I don't know that anybody really knew who he was, you know But he'd I mean? be an NFT god right now. Sure. Did he, didn't, I just I never had a Bua, but I've seen many a Bua in my day. Yeah, I mean, they're just posters, though. It's not like you were holding value in an original Bua. Joe said, imagine Latin comes back. Oh. <laughs> he just got murdered. Wow, he got crunched. Yeah, sorry, Kamar, go ahead. Joe said, imagine if Latin came back. No, like... It died what are we for doing? a reason. Yeah, what are we doing here? Come on, Joe. Let's not even know. Why imagine that? Uh, anyways, in order for a language to be made now, it would have to come from some sort of lore and then be adopted. Like, you know, you're you're writing the Lord of the Rings and you make an orc language and someone then takes that language and tries to adapt it to normal times. But the idea of just starting a language from like scratch, scratch. Well, that was like Klingon, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Klingon. Yeah. Perfect. No, example. it's insane. Imagine creating and conjugating verbs. If I heard this correctly, they said there's a... People did that. That's crazy. It's not. Right? It doesn't Spent make their sense. time learning a language yeah. that no one will ever know. Exercise something in the brain. That's interesting. What All is? languages might be in the brain. I mean, if we're, if we're the... If we are the rats that know every in New language York, what along they do the in way, San Francisco, then I know Japanese. And, and, and just along the way, all. And Kung Fu, for that matter, I guess. Languages Sorry. that were in the brain got cross chaired, but it's in a secret place you can't access. Jump humping? You can lie on top of a woman with your dick inside her? No, no, you lie on, on top bed. of a wet bed, I think it is. You what? don't. Yeah. Sorry, you lie on top no, of a wet bed and stick on, your dick into a wet bed? In a hole? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm almost certain that's no, what The hole is said. attached to a woman. And I don't then think somebody so. jumps on your back, Someone so jumps. you're not actually fucking this person. So it's there's no like, pumping, yeah. This is the get around for oh. people to cheat on their significant others? Oh, no, is, it's not. I didn't fuck anybody. This is, a, this is a way of jerking off with your buddy. Yes. What did you call it? It's called, <laughs> what? yes, that's what? what that's what I just realized. Yes, that's what I was saying, yeah. I'm not, I'm, my dick is between these pillows. I'm not fucking it, but you keep jumping on me and I don't stop you. And it's create friction. Wow. Jump pumping. Love it. Love Who it. was talking about this? I totally missed this part. Andrew Santino and Joe Rogan. No, wait, you're right. No. Soaking. Oh no. So soaking, no, soaking is when is someone inserts having, their penis yeah. in their partner's vagina and without thrusting. Move marinating the penis in yeah. vaginal fluids. Oh, my God. That sounds that, about right. That is the worst that sentence about right. I've ever read. Holy fuck. Okay, but where's the... What are we looking for here? I was looking for the other one. Jump pumping. Jump pumping. Okay. Here it is. Where is it? Jump pumping. What's it called here? It won't... It's not telling me. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> that sucks. I really want to find out about jump pumping. It's a Vice magazine article two kids anyway. jerking off and... Both like diffuse responsibility of outcome because that's what I got out of it was yeah because I thought they said you like wet a hole in your bed and you put your dick in it and then your buddy jumped up and down on the bed so you, all you're doing is laying there 
I, I, oh, he just jumps up and down on the bed, not on you. No, on the bed, yes. I so thought the he jumped is, on your no. like, butt or something. Well, the bed's he's moving. Got his dick. Oh, he's got it feels good, but if I was I moving mean, the bed, this would be listen, long. Listen, that's the least gay way of doing that, right? Yeah, well, I guess like if you're your just facing, you're just facing length, the mattress. You know? That's what we're saying. Um, Sounds genius. <laughs> Santino goes by Buddy's building this club, and Joe's like, "Who? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you, Joe? You're the guy? Oh, okay, okay, went on. He thought so. Yeah, Bobby Lee was track. starting a competing yeah. club. Mow his lawn. <laughs> My buddy, oh. they work together. Oh, you guys, dude, wouldn't that be hilarious if Bobby Lee opened up a club in Austin called Joe Rogan's Mothership? <laughs> that would be amazing. It's down the street from the Mothership. Wow, we should do that. Do you have we a couple million? Yeah, do you have a couple million lying around? There Kumar? was a join great... the Patreon. We're going to be talking about a lot of cool stuff tonight, especially there... a new um, conspiracy theory. <laughs> there was a new, there a new. There was this place in Ottawa that used to be next to Nate's. Okay. And it was called The Place Next Door. It was amazing. It was an amazing restaurant with a great name. Because it was next door to the place that was the place. You know, everybody knew where Nate's was, and then this was The Place Next Door. <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't Kill the Messenger. They talked about Don't Kill the Messenger. It is. It's great. <laughs> Don't Kill the Messenger and the Jester. And if people didn't like what he said, they'd fling his head back at you. <laughs> I guess we know their answer. Yeah. You never want to be that guy. Or just throw the whole body back in the catapult. That sounds keep them. Um, torture. That's crazy. <laughs> torture. What's <laughs> up with that? The, the the levels of torture that well they talked about it. <laughs> he just Seinfeld torture. If you read Steven Pinker's book, it's literally all about torture. I'm not. I'm not <sighs> kidding. But like torture got more refined and more refined and more refined. No, they just got like worse and worse. I think there were a lot of different people trying a lot of different things. Yeah, but so. like we think of, like, they talk about the Spanish Inquisitions. Like they did crazy stuff. And now it's more psychological and psychoactive drugs. Well, I think most um, tortures would have like, you know, they would have always gone too far. And then they just slowly learned, okay, this is the line we don't cross where we give the amount, most amount of pain, but still have them able to experience the pain we're giving. How much bad information do you think they got? Just, I'll well, say whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at witches too. You know what I mean? They weren't even looking for the information. They were like, and so I'm, if we put you and you drown, yeah. <laughs> then you're, uh, not, you're a not a witch. Well, I think, damn it. Another one also raise a level in um, tortures. If you kill someone, someone knows in front of them. Yeah, that's a whole different type of torture. That's this real screw you got turn. If you ask Mike Baker. Um, I think dick skin and elbow skin, they're probably sort of the same family, eh? Something there. I had this buddy in Toronto. Well, definitely scrotum skin. <clears throat> yeah, all the same. I had this buddy in Toronto that was like, he's like, I won't eat pussy. And this girl was like, what do you mean you won't eat pussy? He's like, I just, it's, it's gross. I won't do it. And she's like, well, what if I wouldn't suck your dick? And he's like, that's totally different. She was like, what do, you, what do you mean it's totally different? I'll never forget this. And he was like, hold on. He's like, listen, the vagina is inside. He's like, I'm licking inside you. That's fucking disgusting. He goes, the dick. He's like, that's like my arm. 
He goes, lick right here, right now. Would you do it? And he's like, I bet you would. You know why? Because who gives a fuck? He's like, that's my dick right there. Same piece of skin. It's just got a head. He's like, no fucking difference. He's like, if I shaved the pubes, you wouldn't even know. It's like licking my arm. And I honestly, she had no response. And I thought it was brilliant. I was like, fuck, I might start using that. If Sounds I'm not. Pretty, pretty solid. Uh, yeah, I'm going to use that too. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, like Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson's in the house. Um, <laughs> method of burial. Well, why about why burial? You mean method of disposal? Cremation? Your method? I don't know. You, I don't care. Figure it out later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I don't care. I don't. Yeah, I can change my mind. Um, Do you care? I the the problem with cremation is like I hate the idea of then burdening someone with like. Well, now you have me in an urn, so uh, I'd like you to go to the Pacific Ocean and or you know what I mean. I don't want to fuck it. Just put me in a. Put you know what? I think I want to design no, my. Just put me in I want to design my own urn. Now that I think about it, and that urn is going to be like really fucking substantial, kind of like a Stanley Cup type of scenario. Well, that's you know? very interesting because I got something very interesting to talk about in the post, Joe. I um, like the idea of being like becoming a tree or oh, a weed plant. Oh, tree is interesting. Weed plant is so cliche. Oh, it's cliche, uh, well, no, is Simon? Yeah, but cliche because it could die. Predictable. A tree, a tree is more is way better. I like like a bonsai tree. That's fucking cool. Like a big one, like the one that they move in. Simon's uh, like, I want, I want you to have to take care of me for years to come. No, no, those things take care of themselves. A bonsai? Yeah, you're talking about a oh, a big bonsai. You a mean. big bonsai. Yeah. What about in the ocean? Coral reef. This is some sort of capsule that's just. Ooh, I know what I Kamar want. Kamar wants to be made into plastic and thrown in the yeah. ocean. <laughs> no, I want to be put into like a cremated, put into a little cylinder and shot into the middle of the earth. To find out. Just to get as close to the center Some as possible. Some ghoul catches you and reanimates you. And then you know. Simon is a lizard person. I think we all are. Oh my. Uh, they talked about chaos, Jack Ruby, MK Ultra, which was discredit the hippies. Yes, with the, with Manson. Uh, so the, we see something in society. There's a, a positive feeling. There's something, and a government agency intervenes because we want you to see that what you think is a good idea is actually dark and evil and capable of murder. Well, it was dangerous, dangerous to the things they were doing. Yes. The answer is yes. The government. The government. That's why they were War. interested in anti-war. The hippies anti-war look movement. Bad. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I thought he made a great breakdown of the PJ and anti-racist and all sorts of things like that that they had no interest in changing. The live golf and the PJ. The PJ doesn't fucking care about the Saudi money. Like anyone who says that is lying there through their teeth. Was it Joe who said though? And I thought this was interesting that. Every sports league has come from the combination of two leagues that were competing against each other, like the AFC and the NFC in football. They were two. Was the American Football League? Whatever. There were two of them. Same within baseball. National League, American League. That's the reason why basketball is the same thing. They had the NHL was. The NHL was Campbell Maddie. Conference, they had, maybe way back then. I'm telling you, they had two yeah, different right, leagues. Yeah. One, Bobby Orr played for one, and even anyways, the WWF, even the WWF, it just UFC amalgamated all the kind of did because they bought. Um, oh no, not Pride. really. 
Well, Pride was in, over in Japan. They just bought the rights to everything that used to be. But yeah, I but guess it you're opened right. the door for sure, 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 like a, sure, sure. A, yeah. No, anyways, that's, yeah. that's what happens. So any team, any league that's trying to hold out that from happening is stupid. Either yeah, way, you know, we're talking golf, to you. They should get together and just make a super league. Either way, the PGA did have a monopoly, and he's right. Like those those archaic rules, like you have to wear fucking pants on a sweltering day, like. No one gives a shit. No, it's stupid. You know what I mean? They're, All those two sucking in ways that it became antiquated and they uh, live, ate their lunch. And, and forget even that. Like, the only. Do you really think that the Saudis don't own sports teams in every. That's what I'm saying at the like, beginning. Come on. Everywhere. Yeah, of course. They Twitter. have their hands. They I don't know about the NFL. Oh my God. Come on, Maddie. Mm. They have their money. No, so. I bet I bet you they have a strict thing to that's the one thing they want to be exclusionary. Maybe in the Keep NFL. it in America. Simon, Maybe I just right. know that a lot of <sighs> a lot of the NFL is owned by single entities. That's all I'm saying. Well, we saw that like a Russian used to own a basketball team till they took that away. Yeah. Okay. I mean it, it happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, the Saudis listen, the Saudis own Man City. This, or and uh, Newcastle. Yeah, I think they own like. That's why I'd be surprised if they didn't, you know, through a fake person own an NFL team. Sorry, I'm wrong. It's Qatar. The whole league. Qatar owns Man City. I think. <laughs> what if Qatar? they? What if they no, managed UAE. to? Um, that's a pick. Pull off this city they're trying to build. Where in this in Saudi Arabia? Like if it just becomes the greatest place in the world. It might. I doubt it, though. Like, you can't treat people terrible. You can't have can't human rights. Society. You can't have and human rights violations and expect to yep. be like, oh, let's bring tourists here from all over the world. And you're still living in the goddamn desert. Yeah, but they've built. You, you, you know how many people it. are supposed to be living there? How many? Nine million. It's not that many. It's in one building. In one building. You should see it's it. It's 100 miles I've seen long. the, yeah, the, the mock up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I really think uh, he asked Joe, like, what do you do? What's your first move? Kick or punch? Well, it depends on what the situation is. Like, punch. We got Joe to with it. His, like, it's. I think that, Joe's going leg kick first. I think he's wrong. Who, who would not want to see Joe fight someone? That is that is a the money fight. Someone getting his Who do you ear. want to see him fight? You've seen him fight that guy on, uh, um, what was that show he used to be on? Fear, Fear Factor. Factor? They don't fight. They get in like an argument. He should fight the... Uh, um, Joe kind of fights him, yeah. Yeah, no, no, but we want to see him in an octagon with uh, maybe the plates over dates guy. Liver King. Oh, that would be great. Fight Liver, Liver King. King. There, there, Perfect. That's a good one. That's something I can get behind. Because you got to think like Joe respects fighters that take fights. That I'd like win. to see Joe Lo- Joe Rogan fight Logan Paul. Joe, yes. Joe Logan. Yes. That's what it's billed as. That's nice. Joe Logan. I like that. The fight or, to end all fights. Or what about, well, you know, the fights that just, it's like, oh man, that should have happened. Joe fights Bobby Lee. <laughs> Well, oh yeah, it's like just an ass. Yeah. Like, oh, whoa, guys, stop this! I mean, and Joe doesn't stop. I'd still like to see Joe versus Wesley Snipes. Come on, that'd be a good fight. Yes. It'd still be a good fight. Tom Cruise. I mean, it doesn't seem fair. I just watched Wait, um, in this for, for corner who? at five foot two. Tom Cruise. It does seem fair for Tom or Joe? For, for Tom. He, he, the, he, Joe gets the minus in a fight between Tom and Joe. I think Joe is the clear uh, favorite in a fight. I don't know, man. Against Tom Cruise. Yeah. Are you... 
come on, come on. Joe, like, Joe gets Billy Crystal. <laughs> You're just looking at the Saturday night. short people. Oh. David Spade, Joe against David Spade. Kevin Hart. Brendan Kevin Hart. Schaub. That's a great fight. Brendan Schaub would kill him. Brendan Schaub was a heavyweight. What are yeah, you fucking it's nuts? nuts? Brian Callen. <laughs> That's a good fight. I like that. Joe versus Theo Vaughn. I mean, I think you have to take Joe out of the equation and then just put other comedians against each other, like Santino against, like, uh, I don't know, Bobby Lee. There's a funny Santino. Fight. Obviously. Oh, oh, I thought we, I thought you were saying we got to get serious. How many more? Uh, how much more Santino do you have? Because we have one more after this, right? No, no, that's for oh, the next time. Okay, yeah. Um, but I got a piss. So how long do you have left? We'll take a piss because it's it's a great game. Oh, we have a movie game? But no, 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 no. Who beats who in a fight? Oh. Yeah, you should. Like uh, Big J against Lewis. Oh, wow. Well, Lewis wins, doesn't he? No, I don't know. Big J's really he's big. Apparently, he's big, according to you well, he's guys. he's big, yeah, but uh, Lewis, Lewis fights. Lewis versus um, Shane Gillis. Uh, Lewis, again. Shane Gillis is like a really big guy. Yeah, I know. He's a brick shithouse. And I, and I, so I still I think, I think I'm going to give that to Shane Gillis. Dude, you always go with the person that fights. He was a football player. He probably fought. I don't know. Man. He, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure he wrestled. I'm not saying Shane's a pussy. He'd put up a good fight. He's a big fucking dude, but I don't know, man. You really like Lewis. I just think Lewis likes to fight. You always got to be. You know nothing about Lewis, so the mystique he's made about himself is what is feeding your opinion. Yeah. Not nothing. I've listened to I some. I think Lewis gets most. I pick Lewis. Yeah, he's also not a small dude. Uh, Lewis versus Kurt Metzger because they both wanted to fight or they were coked Kurt up Metzger and said they want to killed. fight. But he seems to know something that he'd want to do that or entertain that. I think some people are just down to lose a fight as long as they get a good shot in. Bobby Lee against uh, Louis C.K. Oh my God, that's the fight to make. There's a, there's, there's a bit of a fight, eh? Louis C.K. for sure. Bobby's got to be some weight though if he can... Louis kills him. Louis dances around him and uh Louis's got kids. Up. He's got dad strength. Mark Norman versus Joe List. <laughs> uh Mark Norman. Yeah, I think so. He's just more of a skateboarder. Yeah, Joe he's List yeah, is, I was gonna say uh, he's been yeah. He's got some uh some grit around the edges. Uh Tony versus Brian Redband. Simon's so sad he's missing all this. Wow, that's a good one. Uh, Red Band has to win, right? On weight alone, no, I think. I think Red Band's so out of shape. Yeah, you Tony know what I was going to say. Tony's probably wiry as fuck. Like he seems like one of those dudes that would get you in like a, a bulldog headlock and just like. You... Are you talking? Are you talking about Tony? Yeah. yeah, Tony is an ex wrestler from uh, college or from high school. So okay, well, I think we said Tony about... versus Red Band. Tony for sure. But how about uh, Tony Bobby Lee? They're both ex wrestlers. That's a good Ooh, matchup. Tony, 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 for sure. Okay, listen to me. Bobby Lee, it, you can't, um, he's got some did. weight. He well, used dope. to be a wrestler. He's dope. He's a okay, doughy boy. Just, listen, that would um, be a good fight. William Montgomery versus David Lucas. David Lucas. John David. Mulaney against Nick Kroll. Oh, that's a great John fight, Mulaney. Matt. That's a I great go fight. Cocaine. Go Always go cocaine. I go with the cocaine. No, I disagree. He's got a Nick Kroll. I'm going Kroll. He's wow. been fighting bullies his whole life. He's wow. tiny. Okay. I'm going Kroll on that okay. one. I think Jonah guys, Hill uh, versus Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen would win for sure. How about this? Do you think anyone? He's way bigger. Do you think anyone in comedy other than Joe loses a fight to Eddie Murphy? Loses a fight to Eddie Murphy. Why you think he's like the goat of fighters in growing up where he grew up and how he grew up? I'd like to see Chappelle, Eddie Murphy. 
I think oh, fighting Eddie Murphy, to the death. Eddie Murphy kills I think Charlie Murphy. Oh, Charlie well, Murphy. Charlie yeah. Murphy would. But my point Maybe is, Eddie grew up with Charlie ah. with multiple brothers. Dave in Chappelle the grew up looking like Dave Chappelle. He's got some. Who do you think there. is the who's the king of comedians? King of the Ring. Of Joe, comedians. obviously. That's crazy. I don't know about that. King of the what Ring. Are you with nuts? Comedians. He's a tyke. He's been training for his whole life. Name another comedian. Louis J. Gomez. Brendan Schaub. Brendan Schaub. Is he the king of comedians? Okay, fine. I guess he the knocked king out Mirko Krogov, but I don't comedians? put him in. I don't put him in the comedian ring. But so. right now, I can't think of a quasi-successful comedian that's a really good fighter. I, not that I even know Joe that Joe's Rogan. a good fighter. Dude, what are we doing here, Lex, Joe? Lex Friedman. Lex Friedman. He's not a comedian. Is um, is not a comedian. Wait, who did I just find out? Oh, Hans Kim is a black belt in Taekwondo. That's why Joe loves about him this so much. Yeah, I didn't know. So that. Han Kim beats David Lucas. You never answered the question as he dodged you, it. No, you said uh, William Montgomery, and I said David Lucas. Um, David Lucas is a big boy. A big boy. Jeremiah. Yeah, love it. Versus, what was the gentleman's Joel name? Joelberg. Yeah, Joelberg. Probably Jeremiah, just He's the reach and, lanky, and everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Jeremiah looks like he could do some damage. Reach and can I be saw deceiving, him in though. If you don't know how, fight. It, it picked off again. If you don't know how to... Uh, like, I don't know. Reach is nothing if you don't know how to fight. I, I saw him in that slap fight. He was like, you know, he wasn't great, but he did his job. Tenacious okay. D versus each other. Oh, that's a tough one. The ball guy. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. go with the yeah. other guy. <laughs> Jack Black, like, emotes everything, yeah. but yeah, he's really yeah, scared yeah. inside. Jimmy um, Fallon nope. versus... Um, Kimmel. No, Colbert. I'll go Kimmel on that one. And Fallon over Colbert. No, Fallon. Stephen Colbert wins. No, Stephen no, Colbert's a tiny a, little, a little Christian leech. man. He's yeah, he's not. I bet uh, you he low-key. I bet you. And then Jimmy Kimmel ve- beats the winner of that fight. What about Tim Dillon versus. Questlove v. Jimmy Fallon. Questlove, for Questlove. sure. Dude, Questlove's ass is the size of this table. Tim, yeah. Tim Dillon versus. Uh, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. You give it to Theo Vaughn, really? I think he's just healthier. Tim Dillon's a big guy. Yeah, I mean, if he gets his paws on What about Chris D'Elia against Brian Callen? It's more like Tim Dillon versus Chris D'Elia is probably a murderer. Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen. I think he's actually a murderer. Like, he's killed someone. (laughs) Yeah, Chris D'Elia, he (laughs) bites. Chris D'Elia has no rules, so he bites. He'll he'll grab your dick. versus Stavros. Oh, that's a good one. Stavros. Um, Bill Burr versus uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Bill Burr. Well, that's you nuts. Stupid. He grew up in Boston. Bill Burr versus Paul Verzi. Paul Verzi. Interesting. Whoa. Edit that out. That'll get, that'll get us in hot water. Why? I love Bill Burr. I just think no. Paul Verzi Neil takes Brennan versus Kevin Brennan. Kevin. Kevin, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said Mark Norman versus Joe List. Oh, that's a great fight. Wow. We, uh, we know who, who wins that. fight. Uh, Mark Norman. Yes, okay, exactly. a, but what about Mark Norman against um, the other guy on We Dave Might Be Smith. Drunk? No, no, no Dave no. Smith. On we Are Might. You Garbage? Chris DiStefano v. Mark Norman. What is Gotta this? give it to Chrissy. Chris DiStefano. I assume Who's... Chrissy can throw hands. Chris versus Giannis. Oh, Chris. I don't know. I what don't about know. Giannis versus DiStefano? We just said that. <laughs> That's what, what you just said. Oh, what are you, nuts? Goodness. What are you eating? Hey, we got to move on. Who is the other guy on We Might Mike Be Drunk? Mike Baker versus Tom Papa. Kamar, the other New York comedian on We Might Be Drunk. 
Mark deep, Norman and Joe deep List. Voice. Oh, no. Sam Morrill. Sam Morrill, yeah. He's oh, hilarious. Sam Morrill, yeah. First Mark Norman. That's a good fight. Jews. <laughs> Just Jews. Uh, cheap shots of the worst. Dennis Miller oh, no, on Monday Night. Jew. Dennis Miller on Monday Night Football is just the most hilarious thing. It was so terrible. Uh, that's like a deal of the hunt. Give me my ball was. back, my baby, my baby. Uh, that was a really bad thing. Jeremy Roenick's story was awesome. It's the best. Awesome, and I love Jeremy Roenick, and it's a Chicago thing, and Mike Jordan is the best. I love how his story pointed out that he was a better golfer than Michael Jordan, though. Kept yeah, like getting it, that yeah. in there. <laughs> I beat him, and then beat him again. Um, but you would always expect that a guy in a stick sport would be better at golf. Sometimes than... hockey players are really good at golf, and sometimes they're not. Fair enough. It's, it's that the off season game. is always full of golf, Matt. For yeah, a yeah, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. Do you think the dog and peanut butter thing is real? I'm the sure someone's thoughts. done it. Putting yes. like peanut butter on your dick, that thing. Your, yes, or your, your pussy. Dick, your dick I'm or your sure pussy. People did that at some point. Oh, they fuck animals. What why would, would they not? If people did that, why would they stop doing that? Because porn's gotten good. Because bestiality <laughs> is frowned upon. What, what, like, what is wrong with you? Peter Mar- Mar- I, Kamar's like, why am I, I not doing this? I'm very fearful now. I need Kamar you to give an me animal, some yeah. very good rationale why we're not letting dogs lick our balls. <laughs> I think it's a wives' tale. This is a real game right now. This you is think hilarious. it's a wives' tale? I think you're mistaken. You agree that there are people out there who fuck animals. You agree there's a period in time where people put uh, peanut butter on their genitals for the enjoyment, and then that just faded away? I don't think there's anybody out there putting peanut butter on their genitals unless they have a plan to have some sort of animal lick that peanut butter off. Person. Like, why good. are you choosing peanut butter Peanut butter? otherwise? This this is their point? Like, are you jerking off with peanut butter as right, your lube? Right now, he's trying to cut off my head and put it in the, the catapult and send it back. Like, is that how that happened the first time? Somebody's just like, oh, I ran out of lube, so I'm going to use the peanut butter. And then the cat ran over oh, because oh. I'm covering, oh, my God. And then the next time you're like, I wonder if I do this again. Will the cat come over again? That's what I'm getting at, Simon. And again, <laughs> we know that. We know the, how we got here. <coughs> like human beings? <coughs> but why to stop? How much I, peanut butter do you have to put on? Because a dog will get at peanut butter pretty quick. Oh, you know, I think one person oh, gets bit by said dog, and then you stop. That's, <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Look at that me. cat comes over, bites the tip of your dick off. You hear about that guy and never put peanut butter on your dick the again. Slow-mo breakdown. Look at me. I chop some peanut butter on my penis. I'll have to get some. Oh, oh hey, Rover. Now, just a second. I'll be getting some. Oh, I'll be getting some paper. T- oh, yeah. I'll, just a second, Rover. Oh, shit. Oh, Somehow stop. my dick ended up. Up in this jar of peanut butter. How did that happen? Well, I believe men have had sex with melons. I probably agree with you. I believe. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. Before American Pie came out, I had never thought about people fucking pies before. I don't. It just never. I just still don't think. It never occurred to me. I don't. You have to really, really big pie. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, it has that perfect (laughs) hole in the top. I think that's like cakes don't. So you don't think of them that way. I don't think it could happen. But the thing about peanut butter on a penis or a vagina. (laughs) I don't like how he says it. The penis is on the outside. Yeah. (laughs) You put peanut butter on the outside. Exactly. You think, whoa, hold on a second. 
Hold on, Kamar. We've just you run think, on your clip. Yeah, why are you going why are inside? You why not around the hole? It's your vagina, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> this is my imagination. And in my imagination, they're sticking the peanut butter right inside them. I think it's a wives' tale, like all the hot dogs I, stories I Okay, you know what? I'm done with this because now you're just choosing things that are clearly true and saying they're old wives' tales. Okay, what do you well, rate, you San, what do you rate Santino? Uh, I, I just want to keep doing this versus for the rest of our days. I mean, we know how it happened when we did it with like, us. Like, Kamar, so all, agree, all agree that I don't think anybody ever put a gerbil up their ass. I think that was like... Who has said anything about gerbils? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only talking about peanut butter. <laughs> all right, uh, let's I give this on. one, I give it a three. These are the these are the flowers I'll give them. I'll give it a three. Who was this? Santino. Yeah, this gets a three. I, I think there's a really breakthrough of Joe and golf. Joe's gonna golf for In sure. Five I agree years with you. now, I agree it's with gonna you. be a different Santino sounds like he's a really good golfer. They made it sound like he was, but that was Joe being like, You have a really No, but Jamie too. I, yeah, I okay. think he was. I, I get the impression he was a very good golfer. I'm a really bad golfer, so all golfers by default are really good golfers. The key to beating San- the key to beating Santino is taking him out on a really hot and sunny day because he's a fair skinned ginger. So you have a distinct advantage on that day. Oh, that was the last thing I saw you want to bring up. Am I wrong? I mean, I think you'll you know take a cart, stay out of the sun. Not that big a deal. No, you take long putts. Like you really line up everything extra long. Keep him out there. Keep him boiling. If you're playing for money, yeah. Well, Sweet. what are you out there for if you're not playing for fucking money? What was your last thing? Meet Santino at noon in Arizona. No hats. Um, Which came first, the um, vampire or Dracula? The vampire. Really? Yeah. Doesn't yeah, it I, the vampire for sure. Doesn't it seem like there would be like a lore of a vampire? Someone would hear it and then give that vampire a, hundred- a name and like an, a personality and a... Vampires existed long before Dracula. They just weren't called vampires. They were probably called something else. Hmm. All right. Well, that's the first half. We're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill and we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever had a small stretch where you felt like everything was going your way? Like you really understood how life worked? Like every decision you made was right. You were always on time. Nothing could get in your way. Nothing could stop you. And then it only takes a few days to just turn that around. And then you feel like, how was I a different person last week? I know I felt that way. I also know that working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. What is it about those good weeks? It's the feeling of empowerment. Like you can take on anything that the world is going to throw at you. That's what you're trying to get at. The feeling that you can do it on your own. Speaking to a therapist will make you realize that you're not alone in any of your feelings, that many people before you and many people after you will feel the same way you are. You are not alone in the fight, and that there are ways to cope with these feelings and move forward in your life. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. There's no waiting room, no offices, it's affordable, it's flexible, and it's done entirely online. All you got to do is fill out a questionnaire and you will be matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So maybe if you're not vibing with the one you get, that's okay. It's not like you live in a small city and there's only one therapist. BetterHelp has a plethora of therapists ready to help you today. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. There will be a link in the description. Be sure to go and check them out. Come on, name and a number. Why, thank you, Brother Matt. Um, I had it. <laughs> um, Sunny from the best damn food show ever, 1925. White trash from Minnesota, as he self-described. Minnesota. Took the road to... Uh, Great episode. Great Teaching episode. in Korea. Was it? Well, as far as I could gather. You thought this guy was a boner? We don't like the bandana, especially because it's his brand and he wore it in the studio. It would have been cooler had he not. Take it off the mask, so to speak. I mean, I think it's <laughs> yeah. like the white gangster bandana that's the problem. That's the problem. You know I mean, that's the problem. Well, and, and that his name's Bill and he goes by Sonny. It's just visually. I mean, that's okay if you're like a. You that's know, true. Your name's Jason. Kyle. Your name is Matt, and you go by Floyd. Well, that's what people call me. So there you go. I've heard you introduce yourself that way before. As Matt? No, as Floyd. Yeah, well, that's because that's what most people know me as. Say, hi, I'm Floyd. People are like, what? Matt, yeah, that's what Floyd. people say. <laughs> what? Huh? Huh? It, it, it's just the aesthetic. I always thought your nickname should be Pink. Like, I think that's actually a cool nickname. Like that guy in... Um, uh, dazed and confused. His name was Pink, the mm-hmm. quarterback. Yeah, I always thought that was a cool nickname. And you're like, he was called that because I know. he's Floyd, Floyd something. Look, man, no and one here like you me. are a Floyd, and nobody calls you Pink. Well, you can start. Since I think I will. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was a teacher in Korea and liked filmmaking. Then they uh, went over the ten thousand hour rule, which needs not be explained anymore. You agree, Pink? Be it resolved. Uh, I mean, Joe likes to explain things to the layman. Why don't you tell us what the 10th hour rule is, Kamar, just so that... no. <laughs> I think in Joe's head, and maybe this is true, every episode he gets like a million new, new viewers, subscribers. Yeah. And, and he needs start to... Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not fair to all the new people. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. He, he, I, I honestly believe in his heart of hearts, he treats every episode like... It's someone listening to him for the first time. Yeah, I agree. And that's his mantra. I truly believe that Joe used to think that nobody listened to him. And then as soon as he found out that he was like uber popular, now he just believes that like he gets each episode. There are more people watching than the Super Bowl. And, Hold on. He doesn't uh, believe he sees is. the numbers. It's not more than the Super Bowl. Get out of here. Okay. We also know numbers don't necessarily mean a lot. You can be signed up to somebody's podcast. I'm signed up to a lot of them, and I've never listened to more than one episode. You know what I mean? So, look, there's he gets a lot of people. All I'm saying is he's so aware of it now. There's like that. Something tells me naivete is lost. Something tells me too that given the deal he has, he gets like real deal numbers from Spotify. Yeah. As in, like, this is how many people are subscribed. This is how many people actually watch. This is how much they watch. This is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Probably. Because, like, you... That was the problem with, like, Netflix and YouTube, is you could never really find out. Well, no, YouTube will tell you. YouTube yeah. has all the analytics. They'll tell you how what the average view time was 
when most people tuned out, that sort of thing. Like Mr. Beast talked about how that's how he. I know. I, I listened to him on uh, on Lex. Lex. I've, I'm. I like Mr. Beast. I think he's fun. What he's doing is great. I have no interest in listening to that guy. Though. I agree. Like he's I so agree. fucking boring, and the way he looks at the world is great for him. And not very healthy for a normal human being, I would imagine, to try and make your whole life into views and ticks and viral moments is we'll, not healthy. We'll revisit it in the post, Joe. Um, it's healthy because he makes enough money that it doesn't matter to him. None of but, it matters. But hold on. I think you're looking at it the wrong way. Like you're looking at it like if any kid, the same way like you could look at sports. Like, if any kid was just like, I can be a professional baseball player, you're probably wrong. It takes a lot of fucking hard work and talent. The same way I think Mr. Beast is like, if this is something you want to take seriously. Well, he's saying anybody can do it. He says if he sits down and tells anybody his thing, anyone can do it. it you just have to know the secret. Maybe he's right. He And he also said that he's told you the secret. If you go back and look at all of his appearance on he podcasts, has. Has. that you can find out exactly how he does it. He definitely has. I personally have no interest in doing that. But one, the same way you want, would want to go look for bones in the Hudson River, you may want to go back and watch all the mystery. I'm doing let I'm, me ask a callback there. That's what sure. that's called, guys. Professionals do that. <laughs> let me ask you a question, though. If you could turn this podcast into like, $10,000 a month in your pocket, would you not want to? Uh, yeah, probably. Hmm. Okay. Yes, I would want to have $10,000 in my pocket. Mm -hmm. So you, we should probably listen to Mr. Beast episodes and we should probably figure out what the fuck is what. I mean, again, if you're now talking about doing YouTube. And but we you... already have a YouTube channel where I already upload all of our videos. <laughs> yeah. Clips. Go to the Patreon for full videos. Yeah, sorry, you're right, Kamar. You're correct. Um, he started vlogging, did food vlogging, saw that it was a thing. He got a break making music videos. He did a music video for BTS. I thought that was one of the more interesting things yeah. um, he mentioned, and that allowed him to start food vlogging, and he's been a great success. I don't watch his channel. Do you guys watch his channel? I It's on. He, I think he has all the elements that Mr. B speaks of because mm -hmm. his thing always comes... Cause it, Back to Lex Friedman, Mr. Beast talked about it generally sets you up with stuff. You're like, well, I, I guess I would watch that. Yeah, like when I, you're conscious of it or not. So because I watch a lot of like, uh, you know, editing videos, whatever, photography, this, that, I've, I've been suggested. That's how I ended up watching his trip to Egypt. What I find, though, is this guy, I think, is like that in the, because whenever it came to an experience, Joe would ask him, why is that? He's like, I, I don't know. I did ask. Like he's, we're in there, we're getting these views, we're getting out of here. Chip, chop, chop, you edit it. Cause he, the first thing was the gross tofu sandwich. He said, why is it gross? Uh, I didn't ask, but he's doing, it's part of his thing, but it's very consistent with everything he did. But that's a good point. Cause like, if you ask Bourdain that he would have like some deep explanation, he'd be like, you know, he would explain the lineage of the food and why they have the tofu sandwich. But, uh, he said no reservations was a huge inspiration for him, but that was even in terms of YouTube, long form yeah. with commercials. This is cut. And now we're eating this. And now we're, go we're going on the street. This is the biggest building in this city. And then we're going to eat these crawfish. Is that how his videos are done? I'm assuming. No, I've watched them. It's not like that. I mean, it is and it isn't. Like he spends, you know, like his, I think his, uh, I'm pretty sure his Egypt video was like a half hour long, maybe. But it starts with him just sitting in a hotel room talking to the camera for probably like five minutes. 
where he's like, this video isn't the video I wanted to make because the Egyptian government. And then he has a bunch of footage of the Egyptian government harassing him. So it's like cuts of like the Egyptian, you know, B-roll of the Egyptian government harassing him, him talking. And then it's him going on his trip where like it has like those YouTube elements. But I don't know. I assume he spends more time than you're giving him. I would. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not trying to slam him. I, I would assume all successful YouTube videos we have with million plus subscribers have a lot of consistencies. Yeah. Even though they have nothing to do with each other. Um, respect the culture. Enjoy the cuisine. That was his advice on how to eat gross food. Doesn't everyone know what bile tastes like? I mean, yeah, because you've tasted your own bile. Unfortunately, yeah. for better or worse, I guess Joe. I'm sure because it's he, so weird that having tasted your own, you would then go search out that like. Well, like you said, I wherever that tribe is or whoever ate it, it was like uh, it's a rush of the day. To and I bet sensation. you, like Sour Patch Kids or Warheads or something. I bet you that bulimic people get very used oh. to the taste of their own bile and then actually begin to like associate that with the act of purging, which they like. And then that becomes like a taste you, I, I don't know. That's just a whole different angle. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's how um, things become palatable. The, do you guys, we don't think about it because we're uh, insensitive to it, but how animals are slaughtered. The best way is to. Stun it in the head. You just we don't want to think about it. Yeah, I'd rather just live in ignorant bliss that meat. I just don't shows understand up the how they actually think that shoving sticks down a cow's mouth that is sounds so like more humane yeah. than just putting a bolt through its head. What if they? But I I feel like they they help this tribe or something, but they don't want to interfere with them. But just leave uh, yeah, some just, sort yeah. of IKEA type Lego instructions on how to kill an animal. Just leave like a bolt gun lying yeah. in the bush, and hey. who knows? Yeah. They don't create huh? one yeah. in another thousand years. Um, but he said it was some of the tribes. First dibs are the organs, and the liver is the most prized. Who's been telling us that for a year? <laughs> well, and that's the same with most animals. They you know, the head of the pack gets the best meats and the, I mean, that's not new. No. And the North American. And you want to hear, I'm sorry, come here. You want to hear something really interesting? So killer whales mm -hmm. will fight sharks, great white sharks. They'll immobilize them by like hitting a spot on their nose. Mm -hmm. They flip upside down. They can't do anything. And then they eat their livers. How about that, eh? Just their livers. It's protein, it's liver protein king, rich. The liver king has spoken. It's amazing. The liver king has he, spoken. He hath risen. There is a true liver kings. It's a, it's a toss up between kings. North America, including us and uh, England, for the most basic of diet. Well, it depends what you mean by basic. Why do you think we have a basic diet? I don't know. I was just throwing it out there. I imagine other places have more basic diet. He was. I don't saying, know what a basic diet. He means. said North America. I, I. I think he's saying like bland burgers. Bland yeah, food, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? If you live in a major city in North America, you have, you have all of the world's food at your fingertips. Maybe not like exactly how they would do it, but you have a pretty wide <laughs> range of. Am I wrong? I I don't know. I people around the world just eat different stuff. Because of whatever they have and access. and Sure. But like we live in a city where you could get like, again, it's not going to be super authentic, but you can get a lot of different food in Ottawa. He asked, a lot of different cultures. He asked, um, I think he was saying more like Canadian food as a whole 
versus like Italian food as a whole. Even yeah, even I get there, it. Yeah. I'm sure, I, I guess Thai food, which is very spicy, and Mexican food, which has a lot of flavor. Cheeseburgers is cheeseburgers. Are- it's not really, but there could be. Damn I think when you look that's at German, like, and that's not our home food. Hamburgers yeah, are not our home Poutine. food. No, it would be something like a torchier, torchier, like a, a meat pie or something. <laughs> meat pie with no sauce. But even that <laughs> comes from the French, you know, yeah. who were here living and fighting the English, who were eating the fucking whatever they. Okay, then no country has a simpler, the simplest diet. Um... Again, he asked about cooking methods. I don't ask. He killed a zebra. Yeah. And Joe backed him up because he could kill a zebra apparently outside of Joe's studio. <laughs> yeah, Joe shot a couple of zebras, I think, in his day. Listen, um, dude, you go to Thailand, they'll let you shoot pretty much whatever animal you want with whatever gun you want as long as you pay. They don't give a fuck. You want to blow a cow up with a bazooka? Go nuts. But it's like you only get to eat there. Yeah, you can't take the meat with you. This guy might have canceled himself, by the way. He uh, brought in, um, oh, scope yourself. That sounds like karma. Eh? Yeah, scope yourself. Yeah, when he he had the he had the scope too close to his eye, and it kicks back, uh, and gotcha. it. Uh, he said he got like multiple stitches. Yeah, it'll give you a nice shiner. Yeah, it can really fuck you up. I've seen some videos of that happening to people. That seems like it's car- quite humorous. Instant, instant karma. Um, for what? For firing a gun? Oh, you're saying because he was killing an animal. So it's okay if you're killing a human. You're a weird person. I wonder. You know that? I wonder. Sometimes I can't tell what character you're playing. I wonder if, uh, yeah, I get, but anyone who kills a human with a rifle is a trained sniper and they don't scope themselves. How about that? You think only people who are trained snipers are killing other humans with rifles? Yeah. Why do you think that? Well, that's the only way you can scope yourself. So that's... The constant. If you had a if you had a hunting rifle Mm -hmm. and you decided to go shoot up your school or something, you could Mm -hmm. scope yourself. Would you though? I I imagine you just walk through the hallway, sort of. What if what if you're like in the rafters of the gym and you're just picking people off? Then it's still insta karma. But if you want to go, it's a lot easier to scope yourself hunting animals. But yeah, you do killing people. (laughs) <laughs> I, I surrender. Know, I don't know how we. Got I surrender. Him. He bum- he bummed Joe out. He brought in whale meat. Yeah, that was weird. Thought it was going to be a uh, breaking bread of sorts, and he really brought. And you Joe know what? Down. Not only was it whale meat, but it would be one thing if he bought him like humpback whale. You, you know what I'm saying? Like this. Ju- it was a pilot whale. Looks almost like a dolphin. They're they look they're halfway between like a beluga and you know size wise they're not. This guy came in like That's an illegal like dolphin meat dealer. Hunting. And he even said, I've eaten dolphin before. I think he it's smuggled weird. all this meat illegally. Yeah. And he had high honey. Like he literally, Joe was like, dude, how many fucking. Well, both things he brought in for Joe, he said, I don't suggest that you eat these. But then they did a spoonful. <laughs> did they? I didn't watch it. I mean, uh, he was interesting enough. Um, did Have you guys seen the uh, Pharaoh of the uh, Pharaoh Island pilot whale hunt? They sort of round them up and just walk in the water and it's slaughter crazy. them. Crazy! I don't want to watch. It that. is crazy, but I think it's just like that isolated areas coming of age, like tradition thing they do. And he um, said it, he did say it was sustainable. I so. mean the um the it in- looks brutal, but uh, yeah, I agree. The Inuit are allowed to hunt. Um, I look at the same exact whale. way. It just uh, it's the it's um, part of their culture, and they don't take 
like one whale lasts them a really long yeah. time. And they these, use all of it. These pilot whales, though, are very small. Like that's where it all starts getting iffy to me. The size is your the issue. The size is the issue, yeah. The smaller the animal, the harder it is I for you to... I can feel more in tune with a small whale than I do with like a... Kill so, blue whales. I don't care. They're fucking monstrosities, you know? So when you see a video of like a baby monkey being taken away by like a... a that's hard. A tiger or something, that's really... That's really hard. Yeah, well, yeah, imagining that them plucks like at the heart, heartstrings, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot easier to watch them take a cub away. It's still sad. Mm-hmm. But, if if the whales are so smart, why do they keep coming by the island, dude? Because they know it's happened for hundreds of years. There's probably good fishing for them around the islands, you know? And Everything good happens. Can't resist. Dems of breaks. <laughs> uh, he, and then they get all fucked up because their sonars get sabotaged by the the banging of the pots and pans, apparently. Is that? Something like that. Barrels or I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't like any of it, frankly. He said he ate monkey. Yeah, I mean, I he's very open I'm never eating, eating monkey. Everything. I wouldn't so, eat any of the shit this guy Would ate. you eat Bigfoot? Bug, bugfoot? No. Would you eat Bugfoot? And here's Someone the question. You wouldn't eat Bigfoot meat? Here's the question with this guy. I would not eat Bigfoot meat. That's disgusting. They're probably Why? so close to us. Would you eat human meat? No. Then there you go. Hmm. So you think that Bigfoot... Would is you just... eat, like, ape meat? Survival. Survival. Uh, no, unless I, I had to. What if you had survival. to? Survival. Yeah. I mean, in survival, I'd eat you. Yeah. That okay. goes without yeah. saying. So there's the baseline. You wouldn't? No. You'd rather die than eat yeah. a human? Oh, Jew meat? Gross. Dude, probably <laughs> pretty good meat. You're like all white, like a dry-ass breast, and here I am like a thigh. <laughs> You're like a brisket. <laughs> nice, juicy brisket. You're yeah. crazy, man. You're crazy. Oh, fuck. He was talking about um, spending some time with the last hunter-gatherers, they uh, estimate. But oh, this was my thing. Sorry, Kamara, with no this worries. guy was that um, he didn't, he doesn't really have to do any of this. Mm-hmm. So it's cool for them to eat whale because, yeah, but him they going there as a tourist, to, but he's just making money off he's, eating the things you're not supposed to eat. Like, I, why does he get this pass? I'm just finding that and not well, because, even learning about well, it because who's gonna like what, what body is gonna like. Who do you want to go after him? Yeah, Peter. I think that yeah. Well, he just—he's he, not doing anything illegal. Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean, it seems, it seems shady. Yeah, you don't like it. I get it. We might not like it, but there's a lot of food channels. If he doesn't go there, they still do it, right? Yeah, and they should because it's their culture. But he okay. Him going there and so doing what if it National Geographic just, goes there to document it? They can do that. Doesn't mean they have to eat the whale. I see and, what you're and saying. eat okay. the monkey and kill okay. the zebras. Okay. Like, am I wrong here? He's just getting a pass because he's on YouTube. I think the real shtick is here is he's just an all American, big old white Minnesota boy traveling around the world eating out there food, killing things, exploiting Vietnamese uh, editors and, and the like. <laughs> um, like, I believe that um, what president started the park system? Uh, Roosevelt? I think it was Roosevelt. And I think that he hunted wanted to hunt every like species on earth and eat it i, I like the cut of his jib uh, but then, that again like just because he could uh, as he said just because he could. Yeah, yeah yeah as you said he brought in the hallucinogenic honey if that diary is true that was the funniest part of the i can't talk uh i feel outside myself uh, I got to go down. I do not feel well. It was just very well done. I love text threads like that. Yeah, I do love this them. This is the honey they're talking about? When his brother took 
took the six tablespoons of honey and then he was like reading the text thread from the night where he was like, I went to bed and then my brother, this is the text thread I got from you where he was like, hot, kind of hot, hot, but like good, good hot. And then he was like, probably too much. Don't like this. Don't like this at all. Dude, the two cops that make the weed brownies and then phone in to We're the dead. police that We're dead. time has stopped moving <laughs> yeah. is to this day yeah. one of the funniest things yeah. on the internet. It's, it's, I'm not like, certain if it's real. It's good stuff. Oh, it's got to be real. It's too like perfect. I feel like it's to... from like Reno 911 or something. No, no, no. No, no. Couldn't. Uh, I, I really want to try camel meat. He said it was delicious. And then it, it would... Sorry, you really want to try camel meat? He's Moroccan. He was great. And I'm what are you doing Moroccan. here? Yeah. It's good. It's, 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 it's his in people. His, yeah. You know that I watched this documentary on Vice that was all about camel... Racing? No. That would be amazing compared to this, Matt. No. <laughs> this was camel fashion shows. Ugh. It was... Uh, no, Vice. camel beauty pageants. I'm sorry. So they put like... Yeah, all sorts of accoutrements and fair on the camel fair. <laughs> Then um, ridiculous. he tried to say, you know, it's not that easy to cook a steak. And Joe's like, no, it's very easy to cook a steak. So, yeah, I know. But, you know, like, some, but no, no, it, it's super simple. It's also, fire up the grill. It's also a, easy to fuck up a steak. Yeah. So I'd say I'm it's easier. To it's easier that. to fuck up a steak than it is to nail it. I mean, yes, for a layman. If you don't. No, no, hear me for out. Though. Oh, oh, Most right people wait. Stop. It. It's not that easy. Stop. Most it's people don't easy. own a home like Joe. Like Kamar's saying, Joe's like, yeah, I go and throw it on my $6,000 grill with my meat thermometer. Yeah. And then, and then I double sear it the on my fucking green egg. you're yeah. cooking to like, survive, we've lost something. This, this is the thing. If you're, simplicity. If you're Joe Schmo living in a fucking bachelor apartment in New York City, it's yeah. not that easy to knit. Like, if you have a cast iron pan. Sometimes when I'm cooking in my second kitchen, I don't know the <laughs> oven as well. Yeah. So I find when the temperatures vary yeah, Exactly. <laughs> No, but like, think about it, Simon. I'm lucky that I have a gas stove. If you have like an, like if you have a, like an element, you know what I mean? And you have a cast iron. It's not, that's not great. Cast iron steak really changed my life, actually. I used to only make steak on the barbecue. Especially. Get the butter and the rosemary and you just Amazing. Start, yeah. It's a whole new thing yeah. and it crisps up on the outside really What if good. the government takes away your gas barbecue and your gas grilling? Why are they just taking saying, that away, saying, Kamar? Emissions. But there, you can use natural gas for it. Emissions? I don't think there's emissions. No, I'm just busting your balls. Mm. Do you guys remember Stand By Me? Yeah. On the journey, they buy a pound of ground beef. Do you know what, pro- do you know what state they were in? Uh, Portland. <laughs> Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Yeah, Simon got it. <laughs> they, 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 they bought the beef, and then they're sitting around the fire at night with just... Yeah, a clump of beef on a, on stick. a stick that would never work. It would never, it would no. never work. And the one guy falls in the fire, yeah. so he's that fucked. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they would have all fallen in the fire. But to to have that cooked to any ability to eat, it would. It was just still a great movie, though. Still what a great you, movie. Is that you, not the movie? What game, if you? Kumar? No. What if wow. you wrapped the stick with meat like a hot dog? Yeah, you'd have to have like some real binding agent in there to keep. And even then, I think you might have to like wrap some twine around it or something. I just at least enclose it in an outer grill, like a like you're thinking like foil. a Middle Eastern yes. type feel yeah, like a in kebab the desert. Almost, yeah. I feel like, like they had a binding agent in. I don't know. Maybe some sand in with the meat. No, no but I think I think if, if you they if, were desert folk, man. If, if you wrapped it in tin foil, 
That would oh, be something. Oh, that would work. Or a leaf. They didn't have tin oil. Oh, tin or a leaf or something. No, no. I really think. A leaf? Sure. There you go. Uh, Simon, I really think like a sturdy but not too thick. Okay. Around I, a good I stick. Yes, it, it can't have too much weight to pull hold, stuff off. Hold on. These were hold the on, complete hold opposite on. of that. I 1,000% guarantee, Matt. Yeah. That if you take a stick yeah. and just normal hamburger meat okay. and try and cook that over a flame, yeah. that it'll fall off. Hmm. Allah stand by me. Allah stand by me. But if you were to spread the, that meat out around the stick, almost like it's a, a hot dog, hot like dog, I was saying, yeah. Let more surface area so it's got less weight pulling it off. Okay, maybe stick. if you like did the whole stick work, fine. No, but I'm uh, just saying you wouldn't, like, you could just do I one hot dog's it, worth and then cook that and then another one. I still one. think the hamburger meat just is, it falls apart. Right? I think we're going to have to test this. Thinner. Once it gets warmer out, we're going to test But for sure this. the way they did it is crazy. They were balls of hamburger well, yeah, meat. Yeah, okay, yes. That's it didn't nuts. make yeah. any sense. They should have just bought hot dogs. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. Major oversight on Maybe that. Maybe hot dogs it, didn't it took, exist in Oregon the at the time. I don't know. When was it set? Stand by me was something like the 20s, right? 30s? I was going to say the 50s. No, they're nice oh, cars. Yeah, maybe the 50s. They're nice cars. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that sounds more 60s. right. Yeah, they had to have hot dogs no, in the, the 50s. No, the 50s. I've, end of the 50s, beginning of the 60s. 50s and that 60s are right. the same thing. No, they're not. Was the, there not. was that much It wasn't like the hippie. It was that before time. that. It was pre You're saying that the 50s and the 60s are the same. There was no advancement. The 60s to the 80s is so crazy. They went to the moon. And it's different. You had like the free love, and before that, it was much more buttoned up, you know? Um, Malt shops. Best time to live, 70s. I think that would have been the, you know? We weren't too far ahead. Everybody was living the good life. No AIDS, hardly any STDs, tons of drugs. Zero AIDS. Yeah, well, you never know. No, no. Might have been a bit of AIDS. They came in the 80s. Yeah, but it might have... Might have been creeping around without anyone I mean, knowing. they think they know the monkey it came from and it happened in the 80s. All he right, fucked okay. that monkey 1981. It's interesting how... Ja- I fucked that monkey. No, not you. Japan won't get allow Wagyu cows out of the country. So they only do. You can only get Wagyu beef from It makes Japan. total sense. Well, I yeah. mean, it's kind of like how you have child labor in China. It's the same type of deal. But do you think like there's been spies you've tried to like sneak out with some Wagyu DNA to... Well, hold on. We get Wagyu beef here. Not the A5 Japanese Wagyu is what he's saying. I'm sure we do. No. I've heard for years... He said no. Listen, Simon, you can go to... There's place, there's like Costco's in the States right now where you can go buy Japanese Wagyu. But it's not real Japanese And it's like five bucks for a... You know what I mean? That's just not it. And you can tell when you look at it that... When you look at real Wagyu beef, it looks like it's, it's white. all fat. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. And it's good. I love watching those YouTube videos. I don't YouTube know if I've videos. ever tried it. I love watching... Wagyu. I've never it? tried it. Well, you, you just it? told me I couldn't. It only exists in Japan. Yeah, you'll they never go. export it? No. Okay, son of a bitch. They don't even export it. Oh, you know what? There are some of those the like... cow. You can't get cow... You can't have Wagyu cows. Yeah, you can't breed a Wagyu Quebec cow here. You're right, though. You may, you may... But we can try Wagyu beef. That's yes. what I was yeah, getting. Yeah, you might be okay. right. Yeah, you might be right Thank there, you. yeah. So I was... And it's, you should be apologizing to me. Look this way when you say that. I'm not saying shit to you. And it's expensive. So, sorry, Simon. I'm sorry I was wrong. <laughs> sorry for misleading me into thinking that something was... I Wrong, just apologized was, twice. Right? No, I was just saying how you should say it. Wow. Are you awake, Kamar? I think he's exploiting Vietnamese people. <laughs> That's his shirt. Just his production team. For anybody who can't see that. And, uh, you think why? You don't think he pays them? Just so of whatever the standard wage there is. <laughs> Jesus. This is my unfounded accusation, allegedly. <laughs> so it sounds like to me, he doesn't even speak Vietnamese. Who? He speaks Korean. Bandana? Sunny. Man? Real name, Bill. Bill Bandana. That's what he should have changed his channel to. If he gets canceled for smuggling illegal meat, killing the zebra, eating a monkey, I don't know what will. 
Egypt, lots of rules. Joe forgot he's been to Brazil. Yeah, I was waiting for that too. Yeah, I know, yeah. I was waiting for this guy to tell us that he's hunted the most elusive creature. Hold on, it is you got to admit it is Man. interesting too, considering how much money Joe has and how long he's had money that he's he hasn't been to as many countries as you'd think. And when he goes, he's like with the UFC or he's on comedy tour, so sort of there for a couple of days, whirlwind hotels, and then out. And we've been through this. Like if I was Joe with his interests, I would have gone to every. Machu megalithic Pichu, yeah. marvel maybe if he's single. the world has to offer you maybe know? if he's single no even right now i would just get like my own plane to take me to, you know it's crazy dude once you can fly private the world is your fucking oyster your oyster i think uh this guy is sort of the same as um uh the next guys we're going to talk about in that, that he's a youtuber and it's just they all do the same story they start it and they just start one way and then it shifts another way and they end up in their lane as long as they keep doing it. As long as it ends up as like a cooking show that's their lane instead of like, you know, right wing militant media, then I guess it's a good thing. I thought just from the thumbnails, I don't watch the show that he was like some chump guy or something. But Because of the red bandana? Yeah, of it course. Was, uh, no, that means he's a blood not a fucking Trump supporter. I give it this a two. Like, Make America great again, bandana. I give it a two and a half. The fact that he, every time he asked him, why do they do that? He said, I don't know. Made it sound like he's just hitting it for the views and on the next one. Oh, I thought I was going to hate this one. I thought I was going to hate it more than I did. So yeah, it wasn't It wasn't the worst one of the week. That's for sure. All right, come on to the next. 1922. Sam and Colby. 8.6 million subscribers. On there because of Joe's daughters. Let's start with Simon's gripe. Let's hear it. I, I can see it boiling up, so let's just get it out of the way right away. I, it's a Bigfoot gripe, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. Okay. This motherfucker has the audacity to sit here telling the world to discredit a famous video at the same time having ghost people on his show. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. He's willing to suspend disbelief. Have over here, Have you seen but them? condemn over here. I'm not saying Joe has to believe in Bigfoot. By don't, I don't care. But he's like out there purposefully telling people not to believe. It's it doesn't make any sense to do me. You, do you, just sidebar something. Do you feel that way? Do I feel what way that, that Joe Joe's on a crusade to an anti Bigfoot crusade? Bigfoot? No, I believe that I believe that Joe for a very long time believed and wanted to believe and then got out into the world and met Bigfoot people and was immediately turned off. You know, what's the absolute most foolish thing you can do. Go on. Judge a book by its cover. Okay. And those, he went and found the lowest hanging craziest fruit. Okay. And decided to base his opinion on that. He also has stopped doing any, due diligence about the things he talks about. He's just shooting off the cuff because at this point he's just like, he thinks it's hilarious. You know what I mean? To, to diminish a group of people. And, uh, I think he should be me too. What? Sam or Colby? Oh, Joe. Oh, for Bigfoot. Yeah. Okay. Well, you lost. I think he should be me too. Uh, 26 years old, start on vine. Mostly, you know, it's your everyday typical YouTube story. Just kept shooting up videos, but these guys are easy on the eyes. And I was going to say, if they... Easy on the eyes? They're super hot. They're like a boy band. They're super hot. 
Well, they're like a boy band. If you see them, they're 26-year-old with the hair and the young faces. And if have, Did you watch any of these things? They're ghost hunting they're, they're videos? videos? No. So it's it's Laguna Beach meets like um, Mr. B sort of thing. It's them and their friends. It's usually young girls or whatever, and they're driving out there. Like, Let's see if this thing is scary. Like, I know. That's why I wondered why Joe could give these guys any There's someone at in all. a TV executive office going, why the fuck did you bring me? Something Sam, call me. Like, it doesn't even sound like they're serious ghost hunters. They're just pretty boys who make dick jokes. So this is all you have to do? Yeah. But but well, you're I not mean, willing to do it, Simon. They, they don't. Have I any, won't make the dick jokes. They don't have any crypto scam all yet right or anything there. about <laughs> Yeah, you won't to, make them, Matt. To me, it's just low hanging fruit. Well, do you want to be rich or not? But um bum, um, that's a balls joke, Matt. Low hanging fruit. I guess their one um, break was though getting uh, arrested. A scrotum joke. One of their big breaks was getting arrested, and that gave some more um, clout. Profile. They'd already been doing what they've been doing, but uh, that's sort of their breaking point. Something with the Queen Mary, I could only think of uh, Ozark, those boats that do exist. The river boats. I think the Queen Mary, is it a river boat, though? Uh, no, I think it was bigger. I think it was bigger than a river boat. Yeah. The one that, the, the one they were talking about, I, I think it was, it was like too. a boat that probably goes across the ocean. Like seaworthy, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, have you guys seen Candyman? Yeah. The movie? Like the original? Because the there's a remake. He's talking about the original. Of course. We always talk about originals here. Okay. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From Matt and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box of bears. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E. It's the movie game where man Simon go head to head to figure out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office this week. We're doing Candyman, the OG, directed by Bernard Rose, starring Virginia Madsen, Tony Tud, Xander Berkeley, Cassie Lemons. American Gothic supernatural horror film. Okay, I got my year. I also have a year. I said 92. Oh, I said 84. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt's in the running September 11th, 1992. 92. We're running. We're running. We're cooking with gas here. Obviously, as a country in the United States. While researching urban legends, a University of Chicago graduate student learns of Candyman, a spirit who kills everyone who speaks his names five times in front of a mirror. I only have done three. That's why you never summoned him. He's never killed me. All right, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready also. All right, well, you go first. I said it cost $14 million to make, and it grossed $46 million. I said it cost $4 million to make, and it made $68.7. Oh, you're sort of in the neighborhood. It cost $8 million to make, mm. so you knew it was a low budget. Fuck. Box office, $25.8 million. I think this may have lived on more in, um, in cult DVD and VHS, yeah, 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 but, I mean, that's yeah. still a ROI on a horror movie. 
because that's it's restricted. So you know you're cutting off all the kids. So that I think with horror films uh, lower, but because that's what four times sort of. Yeah, listen, that was a great ROI. Are you kidding me? That's a movie game. Why we believe in ghosts is an extension of spirit. The idea of spirit, spirits and stories. If you believe in ghosts. Do you guys believe in ghosts? Simon does, for sure. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't not believe in ghosts. I've you've never, never seen had one before. I've never had an, an apparition before. My grandmother lived in a converted church on 4th Avenue, and um, they always swore that house was haunted. She said she had seen something one night. Um, yeah, I mean, did you see it? No, no. I loved that house. There is no concrete experience, but if you're going with the flow, you could experience something. I think that's a lot to it. Um, do you do you recall ever about a murder on Sunnyside Ave? Yeah, it was a man killed his family with an axe or a chainsaw. Or you something. cannot find it anywhere in the news. So it didn't happen. I think they tore the house down. I think it was one of those. Did this things. actually happen? Yeah. Yes, yes, so. yes, yes. Wow. Well, there's, and there's three I things. mean, it was also always like a story when we were growing up. So, so it not, probably didn't happen. But, uh, no, 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 it, it did. No. I'm just not sure if it was like uh, maybe he killed everyone with a gun. It wasn't an axe. I feel like there saying? was a day before it happened, a day after. Not this thing that happened of urban legend. What do you mean you, you can't find anything Cannot about find it? in the news. Okay, hold on a second. Um, because I think he killed himself, so it's a suicide story, so it's very poorly covered do you remember when a guy set himself on fire at riverside and bank street riverside and bank at like the dairy queen uh on the other side of the bridge so like on the billings side there was a harvey's there you know that's all gone yeah i know yeah that's interesting there used to be a big restaurant there and a suit shop yeah all that's been leveled yeah the gas station around that corner a guy burned himself to death once I don't remember that at all. That so that seems like to me a haunted space, and I don't even remember when in 1994 a dude is walking down Elgin at Gilmore, mm-hmm. and four guys drove up to him in a jeep and just shot him in the back. Wow, I don't remember that either. I mean, I was 11. 94, so. yeah, you wouldn't remember yeah. it, but doesn't now that you know is different. But doesn't that seem like a weird energy energy suck that area of Elgin? There's a school there in that park that sort of. I went to school there, Elgin. Yeah, so so a guy That's was... That's where I hit my head and went into a coma. A guy was senselessly shot <clears throat> and killed in the back, which is what I would think would create a ghost or spirit of unjustness. What are you thinking, if you believe in that sort of thing? Yeah, what uh, do you think ghosts are, Simon? Let's get to the bottom of this first. Couldn't oh. find it either, could you, Simon? No, I couldn't. Come on. But so I'll probably, have to let's be serious. It probably didn't happen. It might be no, Bernstein it, Bears, but... It 100% it's happened. this weird thing. I know for sure it did. No, it could just be a neighborhood folk tale. Like, no. it's more likely that than not. No. We didn't live in that neighborhood. No, Maybe we that didn't helps. live in that neighborhood. Dude, the Gleave in the... Okay, I'm not going to do this with you guys. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm really not going to do, do this it. with you guys. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying? What do I think ghosts are? Yeah. Um, what do you think ghosts are? What do I think ghosts are? I think ghosts are probably memories incarnate of things that used to exist. Memories incarnate of things oh, that used to exist. Like they've somehow okay, made sure. themselves yeah, okay. be able to be seen. Or I don't know, maybe it, it really is like ghosts, you know, with Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And if you have like unfinished business, you have to. Hmm. Like I would, I would point to a place they could go and it'd be a really bad taste. Um, uh, Polytechnique in Montreal. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, no, while those people terrible. were shot. Yeah. Um, the War Memorial now has something on it because uh, that guy ran up and shot the guard. What about this, Matt? I'm all ears. We know that all, like, not everybody is a ghost because then you would see a lot more ghosts, I imagine. You mean not everyone that dies becomes a ghost, is right. what you're saying? Not like everyone is a there's, ghost. Is there's weird... something yeah. that's happening there that's only some of them. Maybe if you kill yourself, you are a ghost. And that's why there are, you know, there are a lot, but not in comparison to the total population. But aren't aren't ghost stories usually related to some sort of gruesome murder or some sort of... I mean, those are the stories, though. That's people trying to put a story to something that they see. I'm just saying, like what if Hospitals have to be haunted, right? You end up in the, the purgatory. But that's a good and point. And the purgatory is here, but not here. Sorry. Okay. Well, no, Kamar was saying, wouldn't hospitals be haunted? Because like a lot, most people die at a hospital of right? natural causes, though. Or not always. Like, wounds yeah, or you self yeah. They don't kill themselves. No, but self inflicted, <laughs> self inflicted gunshot wound. You don't die till you get to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like no one dies at the morgue. I'm sure someone's died at the morgue. I'm just saying by by this logic, those ghosts just go to heaven or to wherever ghosts go. And the ones that get stuck here. Where they die doesn't matter. Where they die doesn't matter. I'm just thinking about the, uh, to the idea of the graveyard or the location. Oh, I see. Right. Well, maybe they are tied to a place like where you kill yourself. You're tied to that. So do you agree there's a weird. 12 block radius or something. I don't know. There's a weird. I don't know how it works. There's a weird energy around uh, Elgin and Gilmore. No, I don't agree with that. I don't find there's a weird energy there. I, I agree with Simon because until you told me that, like I've, I spent so much of my twenties on Elgin. Yeah. I went to school at Elgin street public school. So I don't know, but you'll drive past there differently now for the rest of your life. I don't even know why you're <laughs> telling me what, <laughs> what happened. There? Listen, John Walsh, know. take it fucking down a bag. All right. Um, have you ever been to a place where someone was murdered? Like a probably we probably all have. Murdered. Well, one the last example I forgot to say in my group of examples of just stuff that's happened in Ottawa would be there's a, a ghost walk here. I wouldn't be surprised if these guys go on it. Well, we have a famous ghost at uh, Arts Court. William Lyon Mackenzie King's mother. He used to say that he saw her ghost at uh, his house there on whatever. And was some guy shot El- or, right uh, outside the uh, War Memorial? Yeah. Darcy McGee or some guy like that? I don't think his name was Darcy McGee. No, the guy a few years ago that... Well, no, the, I said that one. I'm, okay. just think, I'm just thinking of deaths we know, if you feel any energy. I've never been to a battlefield, although some of this might be battlefield if Ottawa, 200 years ago, First Nation spirits. I believe in um, like Bigfoot and Dogman and things like that more than I believe in ghosts. Paranormal is hard to grasp because there's no evidence. Joe even brought somehow Travis Walton into this. I just mean, sorry. I mean, if I was walking in the forest, yeah, I would be more afraid of being snatched up by like some sort of, I don't know, swamp man than I would be of a ghost coming and taking me away, you know? So if we're in the forest at night, you're definitely swamp man's on your mind. No, Bigfoot would be on my mind. Well, I assume Bigfoot's on your mind. On like my mind all perpetually. The time. So let's get. But if you and I at late night, we're in the woods, we're yeah. lost. I would be afraid swamp of man is animals. Like, swamp man be... has taken up a bit of your. No, that's the first time I've ever thought of swamp man. Okay. I would think more of swamp ape. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. It would just be all sorts of Bigfoot. Well, I think of all the things that are out in the forest to hurt you. Yeah. Um, besides animals, uh-huh. Bigfoot would be one you'd have to worry about. I don't think ghosts is on that list. Okay. <coughs> I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying I don't think no, they're out fair. there yeah. like hey. hunting you. Okay. That's it. Sorry, Kamar, go on. What were you saying? Would you prefer a uh, unique experience that no one will ever believe? You missed what? No, go back to the thing you said last because we didn't get to it. Would you believe in a unique experience? Oh, I'm, I'm trying to railroad him because he, he knows what he stepped on. He, he stepped on a, a golden dynamite. A gold, a piece of gold. <laughs> Go back to it, man. What was so it? So we're talking about paranormal um, energy, battlefield energy, paranormal experts, whatever that means. Then Joe brought Travis Walton into oh, it. Oh, yeah, Poor Travis guy. Walton, poor, poor guy. Like, who wants that to happen to him? It has nothing to do with paranormal activity if it's an alien abduction. It's a whole different thing if it's a ghost. A whole different thing. I mean, you would think. Imagine everything was just tied in, though. I feel like Simon would like to be abducted by an alien. I don't think I would. Not the way Travis Walton was. Interdimensional. Five-day vacation. Apparently, he had, like, things stuck up his ass, and, like, it wasn't all that. Five people all, even guys who didn't like him, saw it. I mean, that was... The way Joe explained that was weird, the cliff notes he gave, but yeah. I love that. They're asking the guys he doesn't like. They're like, did you see Travis get taken that night? They're like, no. They're like, you didn't see an alien take him and stick something in his ass? And they're like, actually, hold on. Now you mentioned No, it. I definitely saw that it's happen. It's a law yeah. and order You put moment. a lot of stuff don't, don't. in Travis's ass. Um, would you rather unique experience that nobody believes or to never experience it at all? It was sort of like a five girls underneath a... Uh, sheet at a slumber party sort of question well i mean if you were abducted by aliens you don't have to tell the world it doesn't matter i wouldn't believe you could just live with i wouldn't say shit so you would rather the experience i i mean yeah i guess i don't know No, i would rather neither you would rather never know never yeah ignorance is fucking bliss dude especially one time because if you levitated once he was saying thing with sam or colby um, I was so enamored by their beauty. If you levitated once and never levitated again. That would suck. That would suck. Yeah. And you knew it was possible, but you could never replicate it. Yeah, yeah. that's hard. Mm-hmm. But that's why you would just never talk about it, because you could never convince anybody, you know? No, but you would then spend the rest of your life trying to replicate it. Yeah. Because anything you can do once, right? Well, that's what happens to Bigfoot people. I'm being serious here. You see him or her once. And then you just spend the rest of your life chasing identical. That. It's the same thing. Okay, yeah, but let me ask again, you, Simon. You know? Like, if you the problem there is like if you versus me, if we go out into the woods separately, mm-hmm. and I see something in the woods, yeah, I'm not a big automatically foot. going to Bigfoot. Yeah, whereas you like, or someone like that might automatically, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, Matt. If it's like a passing glance, and you're in your car and. You think that maybe you saw a Bigfoot. That's not what I'm talking no, about. I'm talking about being I'm talking woods. about people who have sightings and stories of it. It's right, in, it's right there. Like you can't. They're hunters. They hunt bears. They know what bears look like. They know what moose looks like. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like these guys who say, oh, the pilots, they don't know what they're talking about with the UFOs. Like I think they would know, you know, they're out there. That's what they do. They're trained in what these guys flying planes and shit. Sam and Colby, 
No, not they're just too, no, not they're these just two kids pretty boys. With the yeah, camera. we got it. Not we got me. it. Uh, Joe asked them about ghost hunting technology. They did preface that they're not experts, so that put my heart at ease. Yeah, thank God. Um, the EMF detector. Have you ever heard of that? That seems like something you'd want. I have, you're hunting Bigfoot. I have heard of. No, I don't. Think an it's, energy detector. It's to detect like. Yeah, I don't think it detects Bigfoot. It's not like a thing that lets you know. He has a cloak. It doesn't let you know when a human or a person walks into your house. It's not like a fucking ring. It does, though. Does it not? No, it detects shifts in energy, like in in the... universe force but you have no idea what an emf no i I don't think they do either (laughs) (laughs) but they have the electromagnetic frequency whatever Um, that so any glitch or anything that uh then uh, they talked about the wash in the pan that dog face 208 was (laughs) and i'm like no 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 guest of honor yeah where in Ottawa, like at Christmas, come on, oh, the yeah. First yeah. Nations I mean, Christmas Gala. Yeah. What did I? T- he got I mean, paid like probably fifty G's for that. Shit. No way for it, for him to be G's. like, where is this guy now? Eh? I'll tell you why he got paid fifty G's for that shit because he got arrested like two weeks later. So he definitely made enough money to go have fun. He was for, like, acting. He was acting like he just acquired fifty G's to go be the guest of honor. That is crazy though, and that really kind of shows you where we're at right now. Is this person? God bless him. Like. Do what you want to do and get famous. Like that's, but he made a video and that video made him into like an overnight superstar. That which you hate has now become that which you admire. I didn't say I admired him. I just saying it's so crazy. He has some that that's there for what his uh, happens nowadays. Can't you picture Simon on like just a beautiful sunny day cruising down the street on his longboard <laughs> <laughs> with some cranberry juice, just banging out yeah, fucking yeah. Fleetwood Mac? No, I would listen to fucking. Um, it's Beastie Boys for fi- you for sure. Fiddler on the roof, according <laughs> to your uh, <laughs> your anti-Semitic. <laughs> Fiddler. He, he Fiddler was on his on Jew longboard, <laughs> listening to Fiddler on the Roof, drinking Manischewitz, and eating matzah. Going to spin his dreidel in the park. Wearing his stupid little hat. <laughs> I think that, that one of the examples of this is Bad Baby. Turning, yep. I, I mean, I guess that's way more screen time than Dogface had. Cash she, me outside, did, 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 but girl. Yeah, cash me outside. She's yeah. like almost an industry now. <laughs> She is an industry. Um, oh, actually, this which came first, Dracula, vampire, vampires, or Dracula? Which I we thought, get to talk about it again. Well, the, the, I don't. I bled over in that it was one of my best questions I've ever come up with. I think that for sure. You think you, that was one of the best questions? If you you've look ever back in you time, think that, you think the answers. If you look back in time, long before Vlad the Impaler, I bet there were people talking about beings that suck the life force out of other beings and turn them into themselves like that is not which is what a vampire is that has been going on for a long time come on like way and come on ancient civilization talk here some of your come ons have no business being in a sentence at all (laughs) let me just point that out okay well what i said there makes perfect sense okay sure you disagree Go back to like Roman times or uh, e- Egyptian times. I bet you if we had real documentation. Egyptians had all sorts of wild shit. Okay, forget Egyptians. Like what? Pick another um, society. 
somewhere in Africa, anything. Sure, Africa, perfect example. I'm positive there were stories of beings that sucked yeah, yeah, other beings' right. blood. Come on, come on. That's a come on that makes sense. That was Matt. back to back. Double come ons. Dracula wasn't the first vampire in English literature, let alone the first to stalk England. The vampire first made its way into English literature in John Polidor's 1819 short story, The Vampire. There we go. Okay, but that's still English. Forget Doesn't matter. That. Forget what? that. We already we just proved our point from earlier. No, no, vampire is vampire, and he's like, well, no, the French mean vampire is all we're dealing with here. Not the different oh, ways of saying it. Not the Yeti, not the Bigfoot. It has to have the word vampire. Of course, of course, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But the vampire came before Dracula. That a hey, trivia. Um, <laughs> They're so crazy, though, that they went to Russia, Ukraine. And then you find out that in Ukraine, they have catacomb tours, and the tour guides tries to blow each other up. That was insane. In the democratic <laughs> country you think, of Ukraine. I felt like maybe that was a shakedown, though. Because I, th- I was thinking about it more and more, and I was like, wouldn't that just be like a good shakedown? You, you know this what I mean? What, like every, every person comes through there, that, that's piped by... Pipe bomb's been there for like five years. That's what I'm saying. It's set up. Every tour guide grabs it and has the same fucking scam. You know what I mean? And like, and they're like, listen, That's listen, we got to be careful moving that forward. It's super, dude. And then closed. every tourist leaves with a great pipe bomb story about how, like, you know, case closed. Case yeah, closed. That seems like the most realistic to they me. They have a party for the pipe bomb once a year. <laughs> the employee of the month every December. Oh, We'd oh, like to again thank the pipe it's, bomb for its, it's contribution. Of a conversation. So we figured out, Simon, um, the uh, the guys who work in the tunnels aren't trying to blow each other up. They're all independent uh, tour guides, and there's just one pipe bomb. They're all in they, on they, it. They all use It's one. like a plant, right? Like, they all just <laughs> walk by, oh, my God, this is a pipe bomb from last guy. I mean, the story didn't make any sense because, I mean, you would have to be paid some serious money to do that job to have death be, like, a common occurrence. Yeah. It must be, like, Millions and millions of dollars a year. My son Igor died in the catacombs by a pipe bomb. You would never do it for any less is my point, Kamar. I, I think I think the pipe bomb is uh, small enough to kill someone, or, or big enough to kill someone, but not big enough to really cause damage in the catacomb, maybe? No, you're, misunder- it's a wife's tale. you're misunderstanding me. What job would you do here for minimum wage... That involved death as one of the options, like day to day options. Like if you saw a pipe bomb day one of work, and and one of your one of your coworkers was like, "Don't just those show up from time yeah. to time." Yeah, like, you wouldn't all of a sudden be like, "What? What do you mean that pipe you, bomb?" You work at Amazon, and they're like, "Listen, great job, but careful on your way to the bathroom, okay? Because we got landmines, yeah. and just you know, be before we'll get you." Then the robots run over the landmines, and you know what happens. No, they just need batteries. They don't need landmines. So you're saying catacomb complete hoax? No, that's not not what I said at all. He's saying they don't even exist. Okay, forget it. I'm just saying 
I don't think that pipe bomb thing was a true story. I, I agree with you there. I, th- I think that's the hope. The catacombs, catacombs exist. exist. Ukraine's a good country. Pipe bombs don't exist. I don't know why, why, why you did you, Ukraine. Why you born in Ukraine's a weird country there. How you did that? What happened there? You know what that is? That's like a bill going through government. That is exactly, yeah. That's, yeah. Pork barrels or something. Yeah, so we're all in agreement then. We all get a 10% raise. Yeah, exactly. That's an earmark. Um... It's uh, what do they call that? Two truths and a lie. Yeah, a sandwich, the truth sandwich. Yeah, but there's that game, a layer cake, know? two truths and a lie, a layer cake. I, I like think that. one of the coolest things they talked about was um, the haunted box in Las Vegas. That sounds like a woman's I was vagina. Just say, my just ex-girlfriend. Has yeah, my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, the haunted box. <laughs> Sorry, go on. The haunted box. I coughed into the mic. The haunted box. Uh, hundred twenty people had thrown up if they went and touched it. Yeah, that's weird. And then the dolls. Could that could just be the buildup though, right? Like a lot of things are psychosomatic, where you go in. Like I heard a bunch well, of people well, have thrown yeah, up here. So, like so that's why this is a cool place. That's why I thought it was interesting. Is it's a Las Vegas um, museum? Like maybe they put a slight tilt in the room. That's enough to make certain oh, well, people puke because it's. Vegas. I wouldn't put anything past them from doing it. That's so true. Yeah. I, I just think it'd be an interesting experience to maybe they experience. dose like every fiftieth person that comes in. So they oh, puke MK Ultra. That explains everything. Well, I didn't mean dose like that, but okay. Oh, what kind of dose were you talking about? I just meant something that would make them puke. Oh, just a, doesn't have to be. Do you think that's on someone's uh, design floor or whatever? Like a trip out sort of experience. On design floor? What are you, you talking do, about? Where you do some sort of drug, uh, a gram and a half of uh, mushrooms or something in a pillar form or whatever, and then you w- go through an environment that's totally curtailed. Well, to- that's what they say happened to Betty and Barney Hill, was it was just uh, the government dosing them with acid and convincing them that they were being abducted by aliens. That's what you're talking about, right? I like that, though, Kamar, like a haunted, like a, almost a, a trip house instead yeah, of yeah, a haunted yeah. house. It's just like your dad telling you you're not good enough for a whole hallway and then like a coach <laughs> no, in that's, high school. That's yeah, a that's, bad yeah. trip well, once they become legal psychedelics, there'll be things like that, so, like the mushroom haunted house. Ooh, um, it's just people doing this. Well, it's just yeah, <laughs> it's just easier to suspend disbelief, you know. And just how much is power of suggestion? A lot with probably. ghosts well, and look paranormal. At, look at placebo. Yeah, look That's, at placebo. People get better off they taking were like a pill a one-hit that wonder, is nothing. Right? Is that a band, placebo? Every you, every me. I don't no. know that song. Can you sing some more of it for us? Um, every you and every me. It's from. Um, <laughs> you're just saying the same words again. Every yeah, you're doing it. I like again. it. No, no, no. This is good. Me. Can you give me like some of the chorus, maybe? No, what we're doing now every is you, Every you, every me. Oh, that's the chorus. I am doing the chorus. I'm doing the recognizable part. Okay. I'd hate to hear the non-recognizable Bang. part. <laughs> oh, don't push me. Um, <laughs> don't push me because I'm close to the What's edge. Uh, speaking of teeny, teeny bopper YouTube stuff, um, it, was, it was a movie with Sarah Michelle Gellar, possibly. No, Reese with a Spoon I know what you Ryan did last Philly. summer. No, no. Oh, that's. Um, oh, you're talking about the sex one, Cruel Intentions. It's Cruel a very intentions. good movie, actually. Cruel in- yeah. yeah, yeah, Cruel yeah, Intentions, yeah. and that's the theme song from it. Every you, every me. Every Dude, Mary you, was watching. Every me. Mary was watching some, some <laughs> placebo. 
Mary was watching some show on Netflix the other day, and I come upstairs, and I sit down with her for a few minutes, and I smoke a joint, and I'm like, what are you watching? And I can't remember the name of the show, but this girl starts getting eaten out, and I was sitting there, and I was like, how old is this girl supposed to be? And Mary's like, I don't know, like 15, 16, and I was like, why Why is this on Netflix? What were you watching? I don't, I don't remember the show. It's some new Netflix show. No, it can't be new. There's like multiple seasons, she said. Hmm. It's was got it? some girl with like, she's got a southern accent, blonde hair. Her kid is black or half black. I don't know, man. Well, it's a woman's show, so none of okay. us would watch it, right? That's what makes the most sense. I bet you Kamara would watch it. Touche. Kamara, what's the name of the show we're talking about here? I need more than a girl gets eaten out. <laughs> Actually, I thought show? that's all you would is have needed. every show? What's the one you watch on the beach there? Sex on the beach? That's not the name of a show. X on the beach? The one too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. Watch, yeah, yeah like you eat it one consumption. <laughs> <laughs> Devour. Sorry, that was that was you what I eat meant. Eat it. It feels stupid inside after, man. What are we doing here? Um, he sat in the exorcist chair and he said that was the most crazy experience he ever had. For what I mean, that's what it is with. Forgive me, Bigfoot or anyone. It's, I mean, Bigfoot, more credible that they could possibly have seen or heard something. It's always, there's always a feeling with the paranormal and supernatural. And they've, they've struck gold. They've struck gold. Clearly. Their videos are, bi- are big. I mean, look, they may be having genuine, they're going to haunted places. That could happen. There's, I, I don't know. I oh, can't say that that's, that's not the first true. fight. Sam and Colby sliding into Joe's daughter's DMs. <laughs> Oh, Joe fights both. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> one Six of them, months down the road. One of them becomes his son-in-law. Um, Joe's Aussie was unbelievable. His Aussie he, It's like he unsheathed. No, Aussie Osborne. Oh, yeah, that was great. When he did well, the, he, uh, must have, he must have done that as a bit at one point or something. I know, but I've been listening to him for, I don't know, months now. And I've never heard his Aussie <laughs> where now. I've heard all his other impressions. My Aussie is pretty good, but I have to hear it beside me. You're never going to do this, you piece of shit. So stop fucking. This fucking guy. Uh, Where we got to move on. Oh, man. Well, we were just about to get the dolls, but we'll save that for the. um... Let's let's talk about the dolls before we go. Okay. The idea is just negative energy put into the doll from this Florida artist, dude. Um, I don't buy it. But like plants die. If you're mean to them and people and animals yeah, react they're, differently. They're alive, right? Plants are alive. Hold on. You know what? If we're going to do this, I have a fun little anecdote that someone told me this week since we're on like ghosts and shit. So apparently there was a home in New Orleans that uh, that was like that had a bunch of slaves. And I guess the story is the house burnt down and there was a bunch of slaves in it when it burnt down and then it got rebuilt. And the family that rebuilt the house where the old house was uh, had like nothing but terrible luck. Like every, like a bunch of crazy deaths in their family, yada, yada. Fast forward, everyone who's ever owned the house has had terrible luck and multiple people have died there. And then Nick Cage comes along and Nick Cage buys the house and he says he's going to write the great American novel in the house. (laughs) And he lives in the house and Bad luck befalls him. He actually blames his career falling apart 
on this home. No way. He goes to see a witch doctor, and the witch doctor says you have to go, you have to be buried in New Orleans. That's the key. So go buy a plot in New Orleans, and this should this should take care of everything. So he goes and he buys this giant plot in New Orleans. But I guess the deal in New Orleans is like you, there's, they have some weird like you buy a lease. So when your lease is up, something happens to your body. I don't know. So he buys a 500 year lease in this New Orleans cemetery, and he builds a giant pyramid. Okay. And he goes back to her, and he's like, I built this pyramid. And she goes, no, you did it wrong. You fucked up. And you're still cursed. And so Nick Cage has this giant pyramid. Um, you can look it up. Look up Nick Cage That's Headstone, so New Orleans. Look it up weird. on your computer, because I want you to show Simon. It's insane. But anyway, so Nick Cage is convinced that his career has come vict- fallen victim to this home that but he bought in New Orleans. years ago. Yeah, right? he thinks it fell apart in like the 90s. Yeah, late 90s. Oh, wow, that's a big pyramid. Yeah, you see it? Yeah. Weird, huh? I mean, is that the story? Or maybe he was actually part of like some religion, like uh, what's his name was? Because... Uh, like who? Uh, who was Joe going to fight there? Wesley Snipes? Yeah, Wesley Snipes was part of this like Egyptian religion. Yeah, yeah, where they believe they didn't have to pay taxes and all sorts of things. Well, yeah, he yeah, believed yeah. in like old Egyptian gods and stuff. And part maybe, of it was maybe. they didn't have to believe in modern day taxes. They were already paying taxes to the pharaohs, you know what I'm saying? If you... <laughs> uh, already paying their shekels. We've lost our way. Um, but conversations themselves also could just be crazy people. And a lot of pass on there talking to spirits or yeah like a bad energy into a doll i don't buy it yeah you know what i sure like joe said it's so we're so weird in ourselves that we're standing on this like spinning ball it's all so odd who knows sure sure who knows I, there could that. be dolls little chuckies running around all over the place who fucking knows okay i like that uh two great guys they're slaying it they're lit. I don't know about great guys. Fire. I mean, I give it a two and a half right down the two and a half. I didn't learn a lot about them. Oh, the one question I did have was, so the guy goes to prison mm-hmm. and he said, and what's his name bailed himself. Like, why did one of them have to go to prison? While the money. other, oh, the other guy it. was, the other guy had two felonies, so he couldn't get bailed mm, out. So the I other see. guy bailed okay. himself out right away. Gotcha. And then, no problem. Yeah. And there's fans waiting for them. That's when, you know, well, he said like eight. See, Simon, I didn't know. I didn't know these two were so beautiful, as Kamar put it. Yeah. So he must have. He got really lucky that he got through jail unscathed, because according well, to you, he could have been. You think first a, night there, it's, a it's immediate hours. bum raping? That's what you assume. You come in and they're yelling "fresh fish, fresh fish," <laughs> and they're banging the bars. That first night, they're trying to break you, and if they don't break you the first night, they definitely break you the second night. If you know what I'm saying. Could you imagine if you got arrested and released from the auto police station and there were six people outside? Like, free Matt, free Matt. Matt. Right. Yeah. Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd. Oh. That's another callback, Kamar. Simon, what do you rate professionals you're, you're on fire. What do you rate this episode? Uh, I give this Sam one a, uh, oh shit, a two. No, a one and a half. It was terrible. Okay. Oh yeah, you hated the Bigfoot, the the anti Bigfoot sentiment. And these guys didn't stand up for Bigfoot. Like they should have put their foot down. If you're for ghosts, put your Bigfoot down. Look, if I was right? on, if I was right? on Rogan, yeah, put your Bigfoot down. Exactly, Matt. If I was on Rogan, yeah, 
and he started bad-mouthing ghosts, yeah. I would say, whoa, we believe in this, but we don't believe in that. That's hypocritical. They didn't do that. They were just like, yeah, Bigfoot guys are idiots, but we believe in ghosts, right, Joe? If Simon ever gets invited on, he's storming out. You know that, right? You've, we've assessed Nobody's this ever stormed out Yeah, before. you'll be the first one. How do we know? Well, we're going to have a real... Uh... <laughs> People could have stormed out and we never saw them. But... All right, last one. Let's, uh, let's try not to make this a marathon. 1926, Matt McCusker and his friend... Uh, um, What's that guy's Shane, name? Shane uh, Gillis? Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis? Best Gilles? friends, Gilles? I'm sure. Oh, just amazing chemistry. When Shane Gillis was like, I was the best man at his wedding. And Joe was like, did you drink? He was like, yeah, it was a wedding. And then he was like, how many Bud Lights? He was like, I don't know, Joe. I just said it was a wedding. I pissed myself. <laughs> I love how he just constantly threw McCusker under the bus. Best yeah, this guy watches tranny porn. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> they're having like a conversation about not, about apples. He's like, hey, Joe, this guy, yeah. tell him about the tranny porn. Yeah. Yeah. Explain tranny knew, porn to him. I knew you talk about this. Um... I knew you'd talk about this. He did say that, didn't he? Yeah. I knew you'd talk about this. Someone invented divorce. Someone invented divorce. Obviously a man. Well, somebody invented marriage, and then someone also invented divorce. Wasn't right away. No, probably not. We're going to do this, but just know. (laughs) I want you to know. I got a way out. Would we be a better world if you could not get divorced? Uh, No. That's a very good question, Kamari. No, hold on. Before it you is, just say categorically right no. It feels like it's a, a It is a great question. Speed. Are we better off having people who... Lie to each other? Look, if you're with somebody and you know you can never get away from them, mm-hmm. you'll make it work. And lots of marriages are built on um, blind marriages, right? Like tons of successful marriages happen in India all the time. And, and fail. <laughs> yeah, there's the yeah, others. That's I side bet of it too. you. I bet you. If you look at the stats, the majority, the majority work, or they um, work to the point of nobody ever gets divorced. I don't know if they're actually working on the end. Like I don't know everybody's life story. You know what I mean? But but do, mar- marriage should be like that douchebag that you guys think is uh, the worst. Come on, anti-gay and stuff. The world would what, be a better Andrew Tate. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> the guy with the beard, Matt Walsh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, his stance yeah. on what marriage yeah. means. Kamar, I think the world would be a better place if people were more accountable with their decision making. How about that? that mm-hmm. So that extends to marriage. Like, if you're going to say to someone, I'll be with you no matter what long haul, then you are a person of your word and you stick with it. You, you know, know what it should be? Here. This, I think I have it figured out. Okay. So when you get married, yeah. you get a ring. That ring goes on your finger. Mm-hmm. If you want to get unmarried, you have to lose that finger. Mm. It's not like impossible. It's not like impossible this. to do. It's on a finger that really isn't that important when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like maybe okay. a no, li- no, I, maybe a little I, bit of butt play, but that's I, about I, it. I'm you sure. know what I'm saying? It's essential for a shocker. But after that, I mean, you don't really need it. Actually, no, that's no, thinking about it. Central you don't even use it for the shocker. It's actually better to remove Hold the finger if you're working what the shocker. What the fuck in. is this finger for besides the ring? The that's ring. It. I'm sure if you asked 95% of divorcees, they would have said, yes, I would have cut off my finger instead of going through what I did. You know yeah, what, though? But that, right. yeah, you, yeah. You wouldn't get these. Well, my dad would have no fingers on one hand. He'd you just would. be fucking. 
Ooh, well, it'll stop uh, serial marriages, but you wouldn't get a bunch of like willy nilly people having a divorce. Like, oh, he didn't remember anniversary divorce because, you know, you want your finger. I love that Simon I thinks think it's that's good. I think it's great. Everyone's down getting divorced. Like, he forgot my anniversary. No, but it, <laughs> I'm saying willy nilly excuses. I understand. You know? I understand. So he went from his. Um, that's brilliant what I just came up with, by the way. <laughs> he was his best friend at best man at his wedding and then his he got divorced and went from a marriage to a frat house i just think it's hilarious that predicament I mean, i've never done it could you imagine though could you imagine your life right now changing and you live with three I, guys i no. was waiting on a mattress i was waiting like, what have i done nightmare. i was waiting for gillis to start talking shit about his ex-wife like we hated that bitch from the beginning yeah. you know <laughs> yeah we oh, warned him. We warned him. You knew I tried there. to tell you in my, yeah. in my speech, but yeah. nobody listened. They thought I was joking because I'm a comedian. When the priest said, speak now or forever hold your peace, I spoke up. I said something. And I really like that they just got right into the um, why the desert isn't hot at night. No humidity. No humidity. Because here, a hot day, you'll have a hot night in the middle of summer. Not necessarily. Some nights cool down. Like, that happens. No, but what Kamar's saying is, like, there's also... So it I mean, depends how humid it is. There's also days where it's not that warm, and then you'll go out at night to walk the dogs, and you're like, holy shit, it's like 25. Again, you know what the I mean? humidity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, and, and internally, that's a, with the cold as well. Start that again. The dry internally, cold. Internally. Internally. Inter, in turn. In turn. <laughs> 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 On the other side. Intern Ali. Oh my God! What are you, you trying to say, dude? You feel that wet cold? What What were you trying to say, though? Intern. 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 Not to mention. Not to mention. Ergo, vis a vis. Wind chill is the humidity. Is the 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 humidity is that cold? So the opposite of humidity is wind chill. Is it? I'm asking. I think so. <laughs> Does that make sense? And somebody from California has probably, we say wind chill and they're like, what the fuck are these well, it's, talking about? It's, yeah. it's referred the same way because it's like, it's uh, 25 next week, but it's going to feel like 30. Yeah, you're right. With the, with hu- the wind chill. Or the humidity. Yeah, the humidex, yeah. The humidex. It goes both ways. It is. I had one as the weatherman is like, uh, I still think when he takes off his pants, he's like, it uh, looks like two, but it feels like six. <laughs> Kamara, I still think you're forgetting that people in California are still like, what are these people talking about? Because it's not humid there either. It's just always a nice 22, 23. The most consistent thing. Wind chill, wind chilled. There's something there, Kamara. Yeah. That's like a me too, team two type of deal. Um, <laughs> Simon's killing himself today. What if. <laughs> That's funny, man. What if. <laughs> what if. We are the end of an ice age. I mean, that might make sense. And ice ages end by everything melting and then go to a new age. And then we wait for a comet to hit and throw us back into whatever you like. The cycle. So it's, it's not global warming, it's the end of an ice age. Does that make uh, trying to reduce carbon a little more futile? Kamar, I genuinely, you've browbeat me. I don't care anymore. Excellent. Okay. You've I'll won. Take, take Listen, look, look me in the eyes. You've won, okay? I don't care. Oh, I now, like, Kamar, you can find me weekends out back with aerosol cans. Just fucking, yes. bl- I throw all my well, plastic into the canal. I don't give a shit anymore. 
I don't even recycle. It all goes into one bag. It, it can't be true, but I won't research enough. If you found out that a volcano releases more CO2 emissions than all of humankind, and they happen all the time, then you'd be like, wow. We're, we're like pissing in the wind or doing something very... Listen, uh, before... Well, I think they proved that that wasn't true on this Shut show. Shut up! You don't have to, man. Kamar? It's more powerful without it. Before I found out about this fictional volcano fictitious volcano i was with you okay i already told you you won it's over i don't know about simon but i'm it's done you got me okay what time period do you think it was where people walk they were talking about uh the dilemmas of the bags at grocery stores and you know how there's always that um idea of a guy with a stick and a bandana yeah the hobo that i mean there had to be a time where everyone was walking around with that right I don't think that uh, ever existed in life. I think that whole hobo thing was like a a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Someone just drew that up and that forever. That cannot be the most efficient way to carry your shit. I Uh, guess maybe if you had a bandana, then you would. Hold on, Kamar. I'll extend this. Maybe, maybe in like, I don't know, the 20s, the 10s. Someone saw someone with early schizophrenia walking around with like a bandana with their two fucking no, apple cores I think tied the, into I, I think you're right that the bandana is probably from a cartoon. But look, if you had like a, a blanket you were using on the train car at night as yeah. a warmth, okay. then you would pack up your like essentials in it, whatever that is. Sure. Uh, tie it uh, up to a stick. Yeah, tie okay. it to a sure. stick. And, you know, that's just practical. Sure. That makes sure. sense. The stick would be for protection. As and well. For, like a lot's going on there, man. It wasn't an easy life uh, on the train. But you went into the saying that never happened. And now you're thinking. I'm saying the bandana must have been from a uh, cartoon. Like, but it never hit it us. It couldn't carry enough, Kamar. It's not practical at all. It's only a meme. I'm 40 years old and it just hit me like that's a filthy drug addicted homeless person. Like that's it was always such a nice it wasn't it was such a no no it was uh, it it became lifestyle for a while. No like the Kerouac the beat generation you had a lot of like people doing that to get across America because you know yeah it was free whatever there weren't a lot of cars. I'm being serious you know what I mean it just it was was a lot harder I would imagine but anyways. There's some cool documentaries about um, riding the trains. Guys who do the graffiti on the trains, yeah. not like with spray cans, but it's like the original hobo guys. Mm-hmm. They would. It's cool. Hmm. Jimmy can, was here. That type of thing. There was one guy who would do like um, it looks like a cowboy hat, and then his like little signature, and he's like right across America, you know, because they That's would David ride Cho. those. Tri- no, it's not. A bindle is the bag, sack, or carrying device stereotypically used by the American subculture of hobos. It's called a bindle. The bindle is colloquial known as the blanket stick, particularly within the northeastern hobo community. Blanket stick? It's a bindle. A bindle. Interesting. But there was a time when those were in style, I'm telling you. Um, so you think there was a time in America where like, your average Joe was just walking around with a... Hence it being a meme. I don't think it was made up. Hmm. His name was Bozo Texino, Matt. <laughs> no, I'm Sounds serious. Legit. Okay, yeah. And this was his like symbol. You see, it's yeah, like, it and is, he would yeah. always put like a little message underneath. Like this message here says, "Sorrow fro- floats long field amputee." And they never made any sense. Well, why would they? But very cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's high on peyote, riding the riding probably the rails. on like uh, huffing gasoline or something. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> 
Anyway, sorry, I don't mean to de- demean. Primal humans are probably the healthiest humans. Primal, like uh, Neanderthals. That's what. You're well, that's about? what they're talking about. It's some sort of that meeting point of. That was a good question, though. I wonder if we fucked the Neanderthals or the Neanderthals fucked us. I would imagine that um, they probably tried to fuck a lot of humans and maybe got a couple, but for the most part, it must have been like depraved humans fucking. You you know what I'm saying? Probably, yeah. Just like, oh, that. uh, The same way, like, you you know, if you were at, like, oh man, forget it. I'm not going to go there. I just picture Neanderthals now being like Frazier. But they have no like all like. Well, I want to show you something. They actually, have no diet plans. They're not taking any supplements. There's yeah, but they're also never like they're never on a couch. They sleep probably yeah, very so, little. So whatever their constantly whatever moving. their physique was was like perfect. Per- yeah. If you were twenty five years old, if you lived that long, you were just in the greatest shape. We think. Come on, imagine barring an injury. Imagine putting in sixty thousand steps every single day. Like. Broken ankles without crutches. Okay, like that's what they think like a Neanderthal woman looked like. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But just bear. So there's a guy out there that would fuck that for sure. Right here. You know, not you, but somebody. Oh, but just I'm just going to show you like, you know, you they start getting a lot more, you, you know, like I think you could get a hot Neanderthal. It It, it could happen, you know. We get it. You're into Neanderthals. Kind of like okay? the Bigfoot. Did I ever tell you that Bigfoot story? Oh, my God. But it doesn't matter. It does. I think I did about the guy who thinks that the Bigfoot young woman is hot. No? No. The no. suggestion is that they'd just be in really good shape. Wait for the uh, post Joma. Sorry, Kamar. Go ahead. They'd be in really good shape. With no junk food, well, but no I diet plans and no supplements. The humans would have been in good shape back then, too. I think so. That's, that's, that's what we're saying. He just said primal. That's we, all he said. We would have just been a different body type. So were, we would have been more like, you know, lanky, and they would have been more like, looked like Joe Rogan, I but imagine. Everyone was fit. There was no fat people. He is very prototypical. There were no fat people back then, Kamar. You are absolutely correct. There was nothing to make you them can fat. Only, there you was can no only bread. Get, there was Kamar, no you, sugar. You can only get fat through taking in more calories than you burn. And it's impossible if you're on your feet all if fucking day. If you're running day. from dinosaurs yeah. and shit, saber-toothed tigers and hunting mammoths. and It's a shame we'll never know what they look like. all the time, according to Joe. Which is probably right. Like a Neanderthal, you know, if we're going back to like our um, ancient brain, I would imagine it just wants fucking... Also, like, mind you, maybe they had. I'm sorry, Matt. Maybe they had a mating time. Like, we don't even know. You know, I doubt it. Really? Yeah, they probably just took what they wanted when they wanted. Yeah, that's how I imagine it. Yeah, cavemen used to like a high school student. Cavemen used to drag their women by their hair because if they drag them by their ankles, their cracks would fill with sand. They told that great story. (laughs) But um, boom. They told that great story about walking into the green room and the headliner was sobbing. <laughs> and they kept I could, <laughs> They pulled around. Yeah. Like, oh, guys, I don't know. I might kill out there too hard. I don't know what they're doing. And they started realizing. I, they I were, could just see those two guys just like fucking being so mean to ruining, a fucking headliner. Ruining a guy's night. Yeah. Ruining his way. life. Yeah. Like never doing comedy again because of these two. Just being bad energy. There's people who aren't shouldn't be big time in you headliners, but they do big time. Is, Mus- is McCusker a uh, stand up? Yeah, yeah. Like he he, he you, tours with. The, I could go and look at his stand up online. I don't know if he posts any of it. 
But yeah, I'm sure you could. Um, yeah, that was a funny story. And uh, Shane's caffeine panic attack when he's watching Jumanji all by himself. He's never <laughs> drank coffee before. His life was falling apart. That's um, a great name for a band, Caffeine Panic Attack. A great emo band. Caffeine Copyrated. That's really good. You like that? That's really good. The market is oversaturated for podcasts, yet I still say keep on doing it. Which the market is, is oversaturated. Advice. Another good band name. Hold on. but <laughs> Oversaturated market. <laughs> the market is oversaturated. No, just flip it. Oversaturated market. No, I like the market is oversaturated. Is almost better. Um, in our defense, Kamar, he was like, if you got in five years ago, that was a better time. That's what we got in. So. That's another in our defense. That's another good band name. Oh, when we got in, <coughs> well, not so good. Um, not so good. Another good band name. And like war crimes and stuff. War so- crimes, great band name. <laughs> this can go on forever, man. But there, there's so- another great band name. <laughs> this could go on forever, man. This could- <laughs> That is a that is a solid band name. That is a great band name. This could go on forever, man. And this is a great band name. Would make a great band name. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's meta. But like they keep going on the news about oh they've they've done something illegal against like you're invading a country and killing people. (laughs) Like what? What What are you talking about? There's a war, and then there's rules. There's a war in Europe, and there's rules. Who's fighting? Ukraine and Russia. Um, you're talking about the hollow point bullets, whatever it just rules to war. Well, there's like, I don't think anybody fights on Christmas day. No, that's an old, that was a world war two thing. Are you sure? But if you want to win the war, if you want to win the war, you might be smart to fight on Christmas day. Get that event. Like it's war. Yeah. It's shitty and shouldn't be, but I don't know. And the enforcement of crimes of war never dissuade it from happening like it's always after the fact they don't uh, crimes being committed yeah but it doesn't matter we still like it should be ignored Kamar, we still have jails filled with people like we punish people for crimes it doesn't necessarily stop people from committing crimes um oh yeah that, that was the only thing that made the media is joe's comment on joe soros joe george soros george, joe soros <laughs> joe soros um that made fox i guess when I found out he was 91, I was like, I don't even know why people are that worried. This guy will be gone in like, like five China. years. Yeah, <laughs> like China. <laughs> all, our, all our worries are dying. Uh, um, then I they. Don't, joke- I don't get that. So these are the rules of war. Okay. okay? Crimes yeah. against humanity. These are the 11 war crimes. Okay. Wow. What a catch. Murder. Yep. Wow. What? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's number one. What, what are we doing here? Okay. Extermination, so- which I thought were both part of war, but whatever. Enslavement. Deportation, mass systematic rape and sexual enslavement in a time of war. You see, that I understand, okay? Um, Keep the women out of it. Other inhumane acts. That's one of them. Other? Other inhumane acts. (laughs) Persecutions on political, racial, or religious grounds in execution or in connection with any other crime against humanity. That sounds like murder. Though I think murder summed it all up. It sounds like war. (laughs) What are we doing? No, it's very odd. And then... Do you say anything about drone attacks? Principles of laws of war, military necessity, along with distinction, proportionality, humanity, sometimes called unnecessary suffering, and honor, sometimes called chivalry. What? This is stupid, man. Wars are dumb. I think having rules to war seems like a huge oxymoron, no? Thank you, Simon. Looks like you're wearing a we fur. We see eye to eye. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right? Like, isn't that an oxymoron? What are we doing here? I mean, why have if, rules? If you why can, have more? If you, why? if you can shoot people with a a lead bullet, why can't you shoot them with a hollow? What are we bullet? doing here? Let's go. Well, I like you're allowed to throw a grenade down a foxhole, but you're not allowed to shoot somebody with a a bullet that doesn't have lead in the middle. But, but I think, no. Simon, it was that like after World War II, there was a lot of people that were <clears throat> that made it back, but were like missing limbs and shit. The big one I can get behind on is um, landmines. Stuff like that, which is like, sure, during the war, but you don't go remove it, so it that war bleeds over into society. So that's those have to be well, we, we eradicated landmines. I think. A, so, I think. Yeah. So, well, the, I. I mean, we eradicated putting them out. We haven't eradicated them from the earth. But the people don't use them in particular because that's only for uh, to prevent an invasion. Sort of. There's tactic. a show right now on uh, Amazon, I believe. Okay. It's called Rogue Something. Mm-hmm. And it's done by the same the guys who did Peaky Blinders, okay. but it's all about um, the Second World during the Second World War, but in Africa they're in Egypt, mm-hmm. and about the British down there. And it's interesting. It's like a it's a you know it's a television show. Yeah. But what was really interesting was that there's not an American in sight because they don't come until two or three years before the war is over. You know what I'm saying? It's all uh, Brits and Australians. It's just, it's, you'd never really think of that because when you think of the war, you think, oh, the Americans came in and saved the day, blah, blah, blah. They weren't around for any of it. But it's like Band of Brothers. When you think about Band of Brothers. That's the end of the war. No, but that's the thing. Like when they, when they go to Curahy and start training, that's like after Pearl Harbor. That is, uh, I'm not sure about that. No, yeah. they're just fighting in uh, the Pacific at that point. They haven't dropped the bomb yet. No, but I'm pretty sure that's why they all go to Curie because they draw because they attack Pearl Harbor. So all of them sign up. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, that I haven't watched that. That doesn't make though. any sense. No, because I don't think that. Because that's up. when that's when America hold on, hold on, that's hold when on. America entered the war when they got attacked on Pearl Harbor. Uh, is it? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I don't. Ha- I don't have to hold on. That's when. Amer- that's when the U.S. entered World War II. Was after the attack on Pearl Harbor, for okay. sure. Well, that's interesting. Then I'll I could be wrong about Band of Brothers. Maybe that's not why they all signed up. Either way, come on. What else you got? We got to wrap this fucker up. We're like three hours in plus. Oh, that's too bad. I'm just getting started. Oh my um, god. Okay, <clears throat> fine. Give it like twenty five minutes. Go ahead. Um, nineteen forty one, the attack on Pearl Harbor. And the war didn't end until 45. So, yeah, you must be right, Matt. You must be right. So that whole war is happening in the Pacific long before. I always thought they were simultaneous. What do you mean? I always thought that, well, they were fighting the Germans here. They were fighting the Pacific here. But what you're saying is that war had already been solved. They had dropped the bomb. There was no more fighting after that, right? They were They had won. No, 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 no. <clears throat> they, they, no? No, no. The Japanese joined World War II. The Germans were winning World War II. The U.S. were not involved in World War II until the yeah. Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. That, that's... Then the U.S. got involved, yep. and then they dropped the bombs, I believe. Wasn't that in World War II? Yeah, they dropped the bombs on Pearl Harbor, 1940, whatever I just said. Yeah, 41. No, but I said then, when did the U.S. drop the bombs on Nagasaki and uh, 
Oh, I thought that happened and right Hiroshima. after that. Hold on. So Attack on Pearl Harbor was 1941, and the... And am I correct? Is that when the U.S. entered World War II? Or am I incorrect? I don't know. Whatever. Um, I'm a fucking moron. Drop. Oops. Nagasaki was... 1945 so that's the end of the war so there so they were going on at the same time yeah everything was happening at the same time yeah but i'm just saying the u.s they got attacked okay the u.s was not involved in the war until the japanese decided to attack pearl harbor and that is when the u.s then started training troops and sending gear over there yeah you got it and then then that's when the war and that's when the war accident and that's when the war completely turned around well it I mean, okay, yeah, sure, that's when they saved the Jews by accident, I guess. That's a weird way of putting it. Well, that's what happened. They went over there. Well, they went over there to help the countries that, like, they had invaded fucking Paris. They had invaded, they, they had gone o- through Poland, Czechoslovakia. Like, they were moving through fucking countries. So the U.S. went and pushed them back. And then eventually the U.S., after four or five years, ended up in Germany. And that's when they found the camps, yeah. Yeah, by accident. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Uh, they really beat up on Biden throughout this episode. Um, <clears throat> there's no evidence of like one party really being successful. We live in democratic societies, two, three parties, but uh, there's like China, Saudi Arabia are very successful. They have a supreme leader than the rest after that sort of. Okay, but the Saudis are successful because they're sitting on tons of oil. Without that, <laughs> the without... Chinese are successful because they're running a. They're sitting on tons regime. of people. Okay, but if Saudi Arabia doesn't have all the money they have, I can't, I can't imagine that their country would be thriving. Yeah, based on how like they're if ruled. oil wasn't worth if anything. We, it, yes, yeah. if we lived in a, a land where they always used batteries instead of oil, unless sand was of if great. If we value. didn't have a bunch of resources, well, Canada maybe, would have tons. Maybe of money. underneath the deserts, there's a ton of coltan. Maybe. Or something like that, you know what I mean? Did you hear that in, uh, like, Sweden or Switzerland or somewhere out there, they just found, like, all these minerals that they didn't know even existed? That's great. And they're figuring out how to get the Congolese up there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But in our society, like, liberals don't like the conservatives or the Republicans don't like the Democrats. In a one-party system... Is all that out the window of like, like you you would dislike people for some reasons, but not political beliefs. Like they wouldn't have the rhetoric of the left versus the right if you don't have any other side. Well, then it would be about religion or something. Look, people always find a reason to fight. Or oh, I'm yep. conceding. That, I don't like your goddamn mustache. I'm conceding you know that, I mean? but does that take energy out of the air and make it a little more civil? If, I, I, if I don't there's know. no politics, if there's no politics. The one party system. So like, do you but that think that never, hold on, that never exists because there's still like, you can have one party, the people within the society are still going to argue and are still going to disagree fundamentally. Do, do people who live in communism know that they're even in communism or is that just life and they don't even know what's outside? Like they've never seen anything different, right? I think they know there's democracy and that they is shown in a light where it's well, unsuccessful that's, and that's causes shoddy much pain to communism. Then, if they're letting their people see the outside world, you know, <laughs> he he said that like he said that like a propaganda video from China. I I that was fucking I incredible. I that off. <laughs> you did. You really yeah. That, you um, nailed that. Joe caused construction on a street to play Quake, dude. When he. 
I don't believe that. The remnant. No, I believe the pipe bomb more than I believe that. The T1 line, when he said that, it brought me back. When you had like Napster and Shazam, if you saw someone had a T1 connection and you were downloading the song from them, that song was downloaded immediately. Hours. I could see Joe doing that though. Like he's so into the things he likes. Of course, and I could they're see like, listen, it. the only way you're going to be able to do this, Joe, is if we put in this T1. And he's like, cost 10 grand. why are you still talking to me? You should be working <laughs> on this T1 yeah. line. It should have already been in it. Um, is it weird that there's no like Epstein Island movie? Is that like a sensitive subject to touch? Like a, a drama yeah. movie? I mean, no, like a Wayans Brothers, Kitty Fuck Island, where they're both white girls. Hey, that could work in the like, uh, what? No, it could scream. Like, scream. <laughs> no, it couldn't. It's like child trafficking, but hilarious. Um, I just, they'll, they'll make a movie kind of like that at some point. I disagree. Assume. Totally disagree. What well, don't you think it's soon enough? Is like, it, it's out there. Well, they haven't even made like the docudrama version of it yet. Yeah, there's one on on Netflix all about it. I get. There's a documentary. Documentary. There is no docudrama. What's a like, docudrama? Uh, like um, reenactments. No, not reenactments. Done dramatically. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not called a docudrama. Maybe it's called a. Uh, no, I think dramatic it is a docudrama. A dramatic. It's it's like that OJ one, but it's done with actors. It's a dramatic series yeah. but it's based on real life yeah you know? why has that been happening yet maybe it's too soon it, there, thank you um maybe it has to do with legal shit to do with these girls who still have like uh lawsuits pending or something i have no idea i have that no works. idea I'm that just works shooting uh they're talking about people getting hit in the face with stuff from games people in canada's get hit in the face by pucks yeah well that happened in, the States, in so. my lifetime they put the net up well, because someone died, a young yes, girl yes. actually. And That's I wonder why they put it up. Ooh. Oh, if there's a ghost in the uh, civic center, <laughs> what a fucking weirdo! Ooh. Trump. Totally, that is his version of a callback. Yeah. <laughs> Trump totally was an asshole in the debate against Biden. I agree. That's what and I'm totally not. shot himself in the foot. He lost his shine. Like if to he could have just shut the fuck up. Joe loves Sour Patch Kids. I too love Sour Patch. I kids. too love. That Sour brought Patch me kids. so much closer to Joe. I'm like, oh my god, he's human. How does it? He how, he also eats a bag of Sour Patch Kids. In how the does city? it feel if you were on a train or a bus and someone sat down beside you and pulled out a bag, a Ziploc bag of hard boiled eggs? I have <laughs> a dude. I have the best story about. I this. would murder that person, <laughs> or I would want to murder that person. We went to we went to, when we were in Hawaii. We went to swim with like snorkel with sea turtles, and you have to take a boat that it's like an hour to get out to this um, this crater, the Molokini Crater. And so we're. Dude, we're on the boat. We've just gotten on, and I watched this Filipino guy pull out one of those giant quarter-pound bags with, like, 16 hard-boiled eggs in it, and I watch him down, like, seven of these eggs. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, this guy, once this boat gets in the water, this guy's fucking... Did he puke them all Dude, he spent the whole day throwing up. I didn't even see him get in the water. He threw... Actually, this is crazy. He threw up off the side of the boat. And then this poor girl, there's a slide off the boat. She slid off right into the puke. And me and my stepdad were there like, oh, my God. Disgusting. It was terrible. Was he trying to kill himself? Who, this hard-boiled egg dude? Cool hand Luke. (laughs) Did they talk about that person who was in the shark uh, thing that got ripped apart? Oh, that was insane. I saw that video. Dude, what the fuck, man? Like what? Are, that's hilarious that people thought they were safe in those cages. Meanwhile, yeah, at guess any what? time that thing can just fucking, that's nuts, man. I don't know if you've like. Um, Do you wonder if the shark was just warning them? 
Hey, you guys know this isn't sturdy, this right? This isn't good. Well, here, I'll show yeah. you. Yeah, here, let me just quit. But, like, we think, you know, great whites, they're big. They have, like, 14-foot great white, 20-foot great white. These yeah. things are massive, like the size of a fucking bus. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know why you'd want to get anywhere near them in the water. It's crazy to think about. Why would you? It's like putting yourself in a closet with a bear. Like, people that swim with any shark. Like people that go out in Hawaii and they're like, no, we're going to take a boat out and you're going to swim with sharks. No, I'm not. Have you seen those polar bear things where you get into like that little box to watch them? And you're like, what the fuck are yeah, you fuck doing? Fuck that. Yeah. You got to trust human engineering so much. Yeah. And I mean so much. Like, if, dude, imagine you see a bolt go loose. I'd immediately shit my pants. Yeah, I can't imagine. What else you got, Kamar? Joe's into stepmom porn. Well, we already knew um, that. We've established this. I know, this. but I think I have a theory. Okay, let's hear it. I'm going to tell you off air, though. Oh, that's fun. You know what? I'll tell you in the post joke because I don't want to say it to the whole world. Patreon exclusive. I think it's Patreon exclusive. Can you remind me? Someone remind me? Uh, oh, then they're talking about Uber, down. affecting there should be cabs everywhere. Like, it's hard to get a cab now. And uh, the cabs of Ottawa are suing Ottawa for $250 million. I don't know if you were aware. So that hit home and his the cabs su- of Ottawa are suing Uber or the city of Ottawa, city of Ottawa. for letting Uber exist. Most likely. However, they facilitate because we that had way. that same thing where it wasn't a medallion, but you would buy a license and they cost like a like hundred grand, a shit ton of cash. And they're now worth, you know, nothing, very little, I imagine. And, um, mass des- um, description of dealing with the DMV or, I mean, it's the same. They, his was in Pennsylvania, but enough tickets impound your car. I've had it all happen. We all know how that is. Um, oh wait, can I? I ha- we I, all know how that. <laughs> I had the experience of dealing with the U.S. IRS this week. I've never dealt with a ruder cunt in my life. That's why they got to hire eighty-seven thousand more. I could not believe it. Anyway, keep going. Did she know you were Canadian? It was a guy. Did he know you were Canadian? Yeah, he knew he couldn't get anything from you. Um, lastly, you don't pay his taxes. You know, Joe said, "Remember halftime shows." Yeah, I, yeah. Man, I know them currently, but he was like in living color had one. Yeah, I, I don't just, remember that. I don't think had a halftime show. What do you mean? I thought he was talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he was saying, "Remember halftime during shows? in living color, the Fly Girls thing? would come out." Is that what you're talking Ooh, about? Maybe that's what he meant. But that's that's because that would happen. Remember, they had the dancers. Yeah, yeah. That's Jennifer where J Lo came. I'm from. sure yeah. Joe, Joe does not watch the Super Bowl. No, I doubt he's ever watched a Super Bowl, but he might Bullshit. watch the halftime shows. Joe has watched a Super nope, Bowl. No, I disagree. Guys, what the fuck are you doing? There's no way Joe has ever Last watched night, a Super I got Bowl. So he's a red-blooded American. He's, he's never 55 years old. Bowl. Shut the fuck up. Last night, I got so stoned, I thought they had actually scheduled the Super Bowl on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, because you thought it was the 14th. I <laughs> and, kept telling you. And, 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 I, and I was like, I've got to write him an email. They, they need to know. They're... They made <laughs> Christmas on a Saturday and the Super Bowl on a Tuesday. <laughs> There's so much riding on this. Stop. I need to speak to Roger Goodell. <laughs> As the security's holding you back. No, they wouldn't. Dude, they can't put it on. Uh, Valentine's Day either. That's Obviously. just a big slap Obviously. in the fucking face. To uh, this is, uh, I love this, these guys' chemistry, new, new fresh meat on. We love the Gillis and he is disarmed. Like he didn't pick, he picked on him sort of, but way more lovingly than he tried to sort of hold his own when he's with Ari and uh, Mark Norman. That would be perfect if they had it on Super Bowl on Valentine's Day. 
Because it would be like the true test of love for your significant mm-hmm. other. If you're willing to miss the Super Bowl to be with that girl, then fuck, you should marry her right away. But luckily, I've been with mine good. for 11 years, so I would just be like, <laughs> we're doing Super Bowl, babe. I uh, I give this actually a four. I saw another side of Shane, and I give it a three and a half. I liked it a lot. I'll I give really it liked a it. Three seven. I five. knew you were going in the middle, like be- a real because thought. it was a Saturday drop, and I I just surprisingly really enjoyed this podcast. I was in the middle of a book, so it was a little bit of a pain in the ass, but either way. All right, well, that's an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon where we release some extra content. It's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to support the show, you can head over there and do so for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you got the post show. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit. You'll also get old and new episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where we go back, listen to old episodes, and do the same shit we do here on the show. And uh, thank you so much to BetterHelp. Go check them out. There will be a link in the description. If you think you need some help, go check out BetterHelp. And then, of course, we have a YouTube. If you want to watch some clips, youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Hit that subscribe button. We're trying to get to 10 million subscribers by the end of the year. (laughs) Whatever. That's it. That's the show. Do you guys have anything to say in closing? Simon, you're obviously rooting for the rear root toot. Are you standing for the whole game no matter what, or you're going home halfway through uh, like a mano, bitch? a mano. No, I'm off to go home. You're no. such a terrible human being. Yeah. You know that? Like um, can you're I really that? you're really awful. All right, well, that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend, and as usual, keep your eyes open. <laughs>